back to the cold, woke, <clears throat> black, grief Elijah childhood and shit. A lot of people always say, uh, people that aren't from African descent, black, they always say like, well, you know, black culture, this and that. I'm like, well, dude, actually black African history is very fucking rich. And I mean that mon- uh, literally in metaphor. Wait, listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, hate to, I hate to interject. One day, me and Sprat, I'm going to tell y'all the story of Mansa Musa. That's we we, we, we got to break, so, we gotta break we the Mansa Musa story down. Just, just, just a tidbit. Mansa Musa is the richest man in all of history. Ever. The big, so rich. The biggest can, flexor. So rich that they cannot even compare his money to today's listen, monetary He's so rich he canceled another country's currency. We just, we I, didn't know, I, I didn't know he did that. He did it on the yeah. walkthrough. <laughs> I didn't know he did that. On the walkthrough. Yeah, Mansa Musa is the richest person. The illest person alive. Was, he was from Mali, of the Mali Empire. But I always say that, you know, Africa's history is dope. But they say, well, how come we don't read about it? I'm like, well, first of all, y'all don't care to learn it. Secondly, nobody here teaches it. And thirdly, a lot of this stuff was not documented and books and stuff, a lot of it was through word of mouth or, you know, just an old Texas law. You know, kind of like the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like the Bible. But I won't kill there. Oh, no, I'm not talking about that man made text that doesn't mean shit. Whoa, 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 I'm not touching that. Jesus. Sprat, you literally and figuratively are shaking the table. No. All right, we'll talk about that all the time. We here, we talk, go, here we go, here we go again. We can talk religion all the time. Religion. 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 Another edition of the Glorious Bastards Podcast. This is Ehas and the Bastards in the building. Bastards, introduce your damn selves. Uh, what's happening? It's your boy Sprat. Elijah Davis. This is Elijah Davis. <laughs> like doing all the fucking names. Damn, you failed? Yeah, I, and I didn't know what to start off with, so I just quit. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> no, he's going to play some stupid He ain't got no song because he's been here every week. This is my mood. It's Reject Reef. Think about African Americans. I feel like asking them. What is wrong with them? What's wrong with y'all? Really y'all dangerous. All right, cut that off before you get flagged. Facts. <laughs> nah, I, you know what? We gonna play that. We gonna play that. Niggas! <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump right into the shit. There's <laughs> <laughs> no cushion. It's right man, into it. That's my mood. For the day. Uh, yeah, so y'all seen that. Dr. Phil. Did y'all see the whole check, thing? Check on Dr. Phil. No. I see oh, you ain't see the other videos with it too? Yeah. I ain't seen it at all. We'll, that was we'll, the first I heard of it. Alright, so we'll we'll just play that little clip. This is a black this is a black girl. Named Treasure. Yes. What's her name again? Treasure. Treasure. Right. Sixteen years we'll, old. We'll, we'll play it for the listeners as well. And for y'all. Don't try to tell me I'm an African American, but that's not true. African Americans are loud, rude, obnoxious, and just all together fat and ugly. If you ask me, my sixteen year old daughter has a very out of control identity crisis. She truly believes she's white. 
When Treasure was five years old, I've noticed Treasure was having issues with her race. She wouldn't play with the black children. Treasure would mangle or destroy her black dolls. She would cut their heads off, pull off their arms. She would pretend that they were the white dolls' slaves. Well, my mom bought me what beautiful white dolls well. instead of buying me the ugly, big-lipped black doll. <laughs> I felt mortified. I was a single mom trying to support a family. We couldn't afford to stay in our beautiful home. We moved from a mostly white, affluent neighborhood to the city, which was mostly African-American. From the suburbs to the hood. I was not anything like other black people. They were all hood rats and they were all ghetto. They all act like monkeys. Her school was wow. predominantly African-American. So yeah, this, this goes yeah, on and on and on. So you, you get it. Wait, did y'all watch the other videos that were associated with that? The when she was actually in the studio? When she was in the studio and then when she walked down... And, Hollywood Boulevard and stuff like that. I didn't see the yeah, Hollywood nah. Boulevard, Boulevard one, but I did see the one, the ones where she was like in the studio, in the studio talking to Dr. Phil and responding to the the life coach. And yeah, yo, that shit to that. the life coach is crazy. Yo, you know what's funny? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. The shit that had me laughing was when she said she crosses the street because she don't want to hear that. What is it? Chaotic. Chaotic thuggery. Chaotic thuggery. That's going to be my line. I mean, somebody better put out a track, year. an album, a mixtape called Chaotic Thuggery. Yeah, that's not Young Thuggery. I had that video clip just for that. You need to make a DJ fucking session called Chaotic Thuggery. Chaotic Thuggery. I want to use that in a song. Yo, her brother looks so like distraught. He's like, 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 I'm, over, I'm over this. I'm over. I can't wait till she turn 18. <laughs> Yo, what in the imitation of life that I just fucking listen to? Now, to my, a girl that thinks she, she thinks she's white. My question to you guys are, when do you think it's real? So, I'm not even going to get into, I think it might, I'm not even going to get into the it's real because I know that Dr., um, not Dr., uh, Judge, not Mathis, I think it was Maybelline. One of them judges. Maybe it's Maybelline. That was that her name, right? Maybelline? For the, yeah. Um, that was her name. I know what judge you're talking about. It wasn't. It was one of them, but whatever. They had a, a girl one here suing her mom because... And it was heartbreaking. Oh, that was that wasn't Maybelline. That was... um, What's her name? I know you're talking about. I Whoever that. it was. Right. She was suing her mom because her mom showed up to her job and to she, give her money or something. And she said her mom ruined her life because then her people's found out that she was black and she wasn't white. And um, it ruined her relationship because her husband or boyfriend or fiance found she was black also. Wait, what? And starting to leave her. And then the judge was like, oh, you got too many racists around you. This is going on. And I did some Googling and that whole thing. They were all actors. Uh. So as far as this, I don't know if it's real or fake. What's important is if it's right or wrong. And I want to say it's right. No. Because, yeah. No. <laughs> No, no, definitely no. flag us for that. Because these goddamn donkeys, Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? We're not doing this. Uncle Ruck is no relation. Stop. Stop, stop, stop it. it. Stop, stop it, it now. They're going to flag us. Stop it. These black stop. people. Stop. With their big lips. <laughs> no. Give me my mic back. No. I mean, that's dick. No, I'll give you this. I, I got an interesting, I got, I got a very interesting point. Here we right? go. Nah, like, <laughs> listen, because I'm here, I'm here for this. I'm here for the shits, right? Go. You can't open the door and not expect people to walk in it. Meaning? Now, what I mean by that is you can't pick and choose. Turn it off. <laughs> Stop. You Turn can't. Off. Head on. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to pick it. You can't pick and choose when dysmorphia is real. 
I feel like you go you going into a deep. Yeah, you going into a Nah, because because a lot of people are writing why, dissertations about why this. Why you? First of all, you gotta warn us when you about to go into this deep dive because I'm not mentally prepared for this right <laughs> now. I know, I'm ready for this. Because I feel like this is about to go into like identity and like listen and, like, to trans what, stuff. That, yes, I'm, listen, listen. No, 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 no. If you're gonna <laughs> have a conversation, you're gonna have a conversation. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, my opinion. Trans. That's my opinion. I'm on just this. saying, I'm not. I wasn't mentally prepared to have this. Because it's, right it's, a, it's a lot of things that people can talk about now. But there are certain things that people are not allowed to talk about. Transgenders. Why? You can't talk about, okay, we can't talk about dysmorphia of gender. People all day say, I was, I was born a boy. And they go, no, I'm, I'm a woman. And we cheer them on. Yeah. Do we or don't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We cheer them on and we support them. Yes. Now, 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 I will say this. Now, I'm not totally with her on this but what i'm saying is we gave rachel dozal that same energy judge lynn tolan what was that the judge that he was talking about earlier was judge lynn's toler show oh i feel like if people okay. don't remember things I don't, five I don't. minutes ago they're gonna think you just have like tourette's <laughs> 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 that's why i was like wait what are you talking about Oh, but, um... You know what I'm talking about, dickhead? Laugh, Justin, laugh. Sprite don't think this shit funny. Yeah. <laughs> you know, your, your teens have too many chips for you not to have a sense of humor like Yo, this. We about three or four dickhead teases away from somebody teeth getting Bro, pause. <laughs> pause that whole... Oh. <laughs> 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 we about three or four dickhead teases Wait, my guy. Pause. There we go. No, 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 it's too much better now. Oh, shit. I said pause, B. Oh, God. You said pause a long time after you did. Oh, God. As you were saying. Yeah. So, as I was saying. I hate y'all. Just let y'all know. It's all right, man. We love you too. No, nah, I quit. It's my last episode. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to get that one shot. You forgot your book, bro. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Um, you got personal. You emotional. But yeah. No, you emotional. Shout out to shout out to King Vice too. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, I was saying that, like we we had a conversation, and I'm not saying that she's right because. Not, she's not only identifying with another race, she's also shaming her own race. So that's where it's like you can't, it's not the same thing. I get that. But that's why I shift gears to Rachel Dozal, who said that she was African-American. And, and I guess because she lied, but she still, she doubled down on it. She after doubled down they, took up the, and took up the cause. And she, she said... Yeah, she doubled down. The only thing about that was... Uh, she had that whole situation where she sued the HBCU. That's because she wanted to get in. And because of racial discrimination. There's white kids all through HBCUs. HBCUs. Right. That's what kills me. Right. Fucking, isn't, isn't, uh, who, who, uh, isn't Rory like a cap or some shit? Yeah, but he didn't. But he went to, he went to a, just But he's still, way. he's still in a, 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 a black Greek. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah, they're white of, people, they're white people I mean, who go to HBCUs. I mean, that's what I'm black saying. Greek. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they're, they're, they're white guys that are in these fraternities. And a lot of them don't, uh, most of them go to HBCUs. Like, what's crazy is, I don't, I don't know if that equates. 
I, I'm just saying because I'm not. Well, but I'm talking about in regards to yeah, her I'm wanting not, to get into the HBCU and Rachel. Yeah, I was just being, talking about the, your your overall your overall um, statement in general. I I'm not well versed in it, so I can't say if it equates or not. Because I mean, I'm not well Rachel versed Susan, in the she, whole you know body dysmorphia. I just feel like dysmorphia. But thing. I feel it's mostly like I'm not well versed in trans like body dysmorphia and in transgenders. <laughs> And, and, and things like that either. I'm just a, I'm just a but I'm just a boy like well I can't tell you how you do. But like somebody else, somebody else like everybody else, I have an opinion on it. Like everybody else has an opinion right. on it, and it's like, what, what's the problem? Like you have to, not saying what's the problem with what she's doing because she's spreading hatred. Like I get that. Like she's but I just people were just getting so rattled by her, and I just didn't understand it because it's like yo, you can't let everybody I, just. Like just trigger you to the point where you're like, this is like unbelievable. Here's my thing. Like she was super over the top. Yeah. It was, it was so over the top and cheesy and like her verbiage was like. It sounded funny to me. I, was, I, I didn't know was she was funny. funny. Was like, or what? Like, her voice was like a caricature of like when black comedians do white people's voices. Yeah. And I was just like, this can't be real. And even, <laughs> and if it is, it's like really really. And if it's, if it's real, it's her mom's fault too. Though. It's definitely her mom's fault because if I'm not mistaken. Uh, she, she said that she told him they were mixed when they were when they were growing up. When, yeah, when they were growing up, husband, because of her husband, and when he died, that's what she that said that no, well, that changes the game. That then, yeah. that's a reason that somebody would have a mental breakdown. Yeah, like that changes the game. And she, what her husband died when <clears> she was like what five, four or five. And an, another is like like you were saying like why y'all getting so angry and bent out of shape about it? It don't it's matter. Like, there is a thing as as marketing outrage culture. And that's what people are doing now. They're marketing outrage culture. They know certain groups, especially black people, gay people, right wingers, left wingers. Sounds like they, the Democrats. But okay. <laughs> they, <laughs> Every episode. They you just lose the fan base. Jesus Christ. They do this thing where don't run a story with this with a sensationalized headline or something you know that is going to trigger people and then they sit back and it triggers people and they count the clicks and they get the money once you click it. on it you get the money for it and people are falling for it every time especially like I said more than likely the black community the disenfranchised and, yeah mm-hmm. that's what happens and we fall for it all the time and it's just like yo sometimes like you just gotta like let that shit let die let that shit pass yeah because either one you're given the exposure that Dr. Phil wants. Two, you're getting the exposure that this chick and her family wants if it's fake. And three, you're giving the network the clicks that it wants, whether regardless if it's real or fake or not. And they're like, oh, they're re- reacting to that. Find more of these people or let's get more actors to to act like this because oh, we know we're hitting a sensitive they subject. They got what they wanted. All the numbers and the and the talks on social media. So they got what they wanted. So more shit's going to come. I mean, I do, I do, like the jokes were hilarious. The jokes were already hilarious, but it's like at some point, like we can't be used as a marketing tool and like be so blind eyed. Everybody want to talk about stay woke and like. It's blatantly in your face, like yo, they're using outrage culture. Niggas be woke but sleep. I've been trying to tell y'all this for the last two seasons. Yo, it'd be a bunch of tired around. niggas out here saying they woke because they won't go to sleep. Niggas is listen. I don't. 
I don't know what like like Elijah said. I don't. I'm not into what's real and what's not because I'm not. You know, I'm not investigating all of that. My only thing is the how we react to certain things versus how we react to other things. Like, you have to be careful with opening that door. Now you have people that are going to continue to say things like, oh, I believe that I'm this and not that. I believe that I'm white and not black. Like, that's off limits, but you can say that I believe that I'm a man and not a woman. Like I said, I, I'm not with her, but there are people out here like her, but not downing the black race. They're saying that they believe they're white. And you know I, I mean? also, I also realize we are hypocrites because we're talking about this very same subject, but fuck y'all. I said what I said. <laughs> Wait, I mean, what? it works for people on the internet, right? I said what I said, period. Oh, yeah. Right? That's what y'all say. When Not up for debate. Yeah. <laughs> Not if up you for don't debate. like it, unfriend me. Not don't, up for debate if I have 115 comments under this picture. Don't <laughs> add. Debating. Don't add. Debating. Don't add me. If you don't share my views, unfriend me. I'm, they, they never I'm drawing unfriend. a line in the sand. I told y'all. I think I that, that it's shit. hilarious and it's kind of off-putting, though. And this is a horrible segue into this because I don't think she should be the segue. But we already talking about the girl. What is her name? Treasure. Yeah. It's it's always amazing to me how in 2018 everybody has some kind of mental disorder. Everybody has a mental disorder. We have to, you know. Let them live their life and we have to pray for them until you start doing things in your mental disorder that makes motherfuckers uncomfortable. And I'm saying that she has one because she could be well as well, you know, an actor. But it's just crazy to me that a lot of people say that when you don't claim the race that you have or the gender that you were born with, that that's a mental disorder. And they stand by that until things start getting uncomfortable. Like I always use Kanye West as an example. We were all hashtagging pray for Kanye. Never did that. We, they, they, everybody was hashtagging pray for Kanye until he started saying shit that made motherfuckers uncomfortable. And then we say, yo, fuck Kanye, kill yourself. Well, you always defend what you like. And everything is funny until you're the butt of the joke. I think it's a trend. I think it's not a trend as far as the it's, movement, but I think it's uh, a lot of people that are doing a lot of the speaking, unfortunately, with anything, the a lot of those people are more into trends than actually solutions. Or actually praying for their... So a lot of people pray for the strong friend. Do you ever call your strong friend? Yes, I called you last. I'm not that I'm. Thank you for that call. <laughs> <laughs> I, had I, had to, I had to call you when I heard that, that, that alcohol pouring for too long in your cup. I had a bad couple months this year, but I'm straight. But I appreciate that. But, I appreciate it. And, and you still don't trust me. I mean, y'all, y'all know me. I'll, I'll, I'll randomly hit y'all up or be like, yo, you try, you try, you know what I mean? You try to link up or something. Yeah. That's, that's my way of calling people. I don't think, but, but it's a lot of people that's not going to do, is they, they'll, they'll. Do the groundwork. Yeah, they'll, they'll do the stuff while the camera's on or while the attention is on them, right. you know, while the phones are out. But. When the phones go away, who's really out here? You know, I don't have to explain how many to, to these people how many homeless people I've fed, how many disenfranchised people I've helped, or I continue to help financially, emotionally, spiritually, at the almost at the expense of my own health, mentally, financially, and spiritually. Like, I'm at the point now where I gotta pull back. Like, I got to be like, yo, I got to do for me. Like, I got to be selfish. I got to tell motherfuckers no once in a blue moon. Because 
that's what that, that's where I'm willing to go with it. I'm willing because it's what you do when nobody's watching. Everybody always says, "Oh, we out here doing this, doing that, doing this," but until nobody's watching, then nobody wants to do the work when nobody's looking at them. So, there's t- I think everything is starting to become a fad now. Everything, yeah, like it's bothersome. And I'm not downing anybody's mental ailments, or, or I'm not I'm not downing anybody going through any you know any struggles of their own. But the truth is, there's a lot of shit that's trying to dilute real problems, like mm-hmm. the Me Too movement, mental health, um, shit, gun control. Like there's a lot of people that are diluting all of these movements. All and these are all movements that were necessary or. Not even necessarily had a purpose. They have real victims. They have, yeah, they have real victims. But then you have the people that jump in because they want to be a part of something. Yeah, like when we were in high school, it was cool to be a thug. That, that's just what it was. We can stay and call it how we want. But when we were in high school, uh, trapping was a big deal. Trap rap was a big deal. Being a thug was a big deal. It's and we didn't a, fit that mold. Yo, okay. it, it, it really isn't as big as it was back then because then the whole woke culture became the big deal. If you weren't woke, was like, you was a fucking outcast. Like, you would get shunned if you if, if you were acting the way that we were raised. You gonna, got shunned or outcast. I was going to say being a, a being a thug is still a trend, but trapping is really not a trend. It's more so about being a, a customer of the trapper. Yeah, yeah. It, it went from yeah. being a hustler also, to the hustler. A customer. And, and by the way, neither one is right. Neither one is right. But I would rather be I'd rather, the hustler. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather say you this shit. I'm not gonna hold you. Because we seen a customer that we went to high school with. We seen a couple. Ooh, of don't go there. Uh, yeah, he went there. Nah, but but you know what else? Outside of that, well, you know what else was cool in high school? I'll be real. I'll be real about it. You know what else was cool? I know a lot of girls that I went to high school with that had that older boyfriend, that 23, 24-year-old oh, oh, boyfriend he that would come the, pick them up from the school, culture. and oh, they were 16, culture, 17 yeah, years old. And that used to be cool. Now, them girls, now, and I'm not saying, look, don't, don't get me misconstrued. Do not say, do not, I'm not advocating for rape. Nor am I, I'm not advocating for any kind of rape, statutory, anything. I'm, what I'm saying is that it was cool. It was cool back then. They had to pull out to high school with bleeding right. the sticky. So, so do remember, do remember, like, if y'all are going to, and I've seen women mm-hmm. that we went to high school with posting about how sick it is that these men are preying on these young what? women. And I'm sitting here watching, like, I watched you hop in to that To play Crown devil's Vic. advocate, yeah. maybe they now, you know, at a more mature stage, okay. realize it was granted, wrong. But, granted. but just, just to piggyback on what Haas is saying, I feel that from high school to now, you mentally... You mature. Yeah, 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 you don't hold nobody but don't, for that. But, but don't sit here and act like you don't understand the mind state when you represent it. All I'm saying is give full disclosure. Right. Give me the get like say like yo I was that girl. Don't yeah. just act like you weren't that and if, girl. And if you, you know don't, what I'm and if you don't want to, if you don't want to, you know, sit there and put yourself out as that girl. Say, listen, ladies, I've seen it. I know where it comes from, and it's not okay. You know, it's it's when you start shaming when you yeah, used to be a you, part of when something. When you get holier than thou. Yeah. If you are an ex drug addict, do not become a minister and act like this is just an abomination. You don't. It, 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 it can be wrong, but you can still say that you know that story. You, you give read, your testimony. You, right. You read somebody more by giving your testimony or you, by saying, listen, I know how that might be. You, it's not right. You'll get further. You have you you show up with empathy for the for the the young ladies and you condemn the men. I've rarely seen too many people 
people don't want to keep the it, audience by shame. But people don't want to keep that, that that honesty with themselves. Well, I'll tell you this. Um, as I pour. You do? Need to wake up. I'm about to say he poured as long as I did. No, you poured a straight whiskey like that long. This is like a Long Island mix. Oh, y'all niggas wildin'. Yeah, so, so anyway. I gotta pick my son up. Jesus. Give me more. No. <laughs> no, cut him off now. Give me more. <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> Yo, like, what other horrible thing can I be on this podcast? I'm a horrible person, a horrible dad. Um, Depending on what film you saw me in, a horrible actor. <laughs> a horrible a I'm pretty racist. sure after a couple of these episodes, you won't be an actor no more. Yeah, uh, he's also a bigot, a racist, um, xenophobe. Xenophobe. <laughs> Yo, for real, for real though, because everybody He's gets outraged and triggered, and I know we'll get postponed and not canceled. But um, <laughs> yeah, don't postpone us because we we have serious outlooks on these things. And on top of that, the shit that we say is kind of legit. It's legit. It's so, uncomfortable. Deal with it. I, one thing but, I will say is that we are very open minded, and the one thing that people love to do is dig into the crates and say. Well, in season one, episode two, you said that, and I'll we'll be the first one, like the um, episode we did with IQ. It's a lot of things that, in hindsight, we do not feel the same way about. We are very open-minded. Um, Here's the thing: you're allowed to admit that you're wrong. It's, it's okay to That's be wrong. That's a part it's of fine. And even it's called it, growth. It, it's, yeah. it, it doesn't have to be wrong. You could be. You your can views be can right change. For that I'm going to take your ammunition from you. You're going to be all loud and I'm like, "Well, you said this," and I'm like. You're yeah, right. yes, I did. was wrong. Like, bro, like, I'm pretty sure back in 2000, I was like, yeah, man, Bill Clinton, first black president, <laughs> right? Yeah. You would never, nigga. 2018, Elijah Davis, yeah. man, listen. Listen, we all at one point was like, oh, Bill Clinton, saxophone, blah, 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 until we, we, we listen, smartened wait, up. Let me open his resume. Oh, but let's, let's be real, too. Back then, look at the information that's presented to us then and now. Now, granted, we all grew up with upbringings that kind of kept us in touch with who we are mm. as black men. Yeah. So, so and, and, and especially... I was raised in the Reef House. Yeah, that happened. I was about to say, especially between Reef's upbringing and also with my grandfather, like, it was like oh, a yeah. very... It was a very big thing where it was like, be be very proud of who you are. And he never called Bill Clinton the first right, black neither president. Neither did my parents. Um, he thought it was an abomination, you know. And and if you go all the way back, this information was was given to us, but it was also ridiculed and it was also controlled. That back in those days, information was controlled. Yeah, and, and people weren't able to reach out and get the information that you can get now by picking up your phone. Um, even with um, even with um, I look at. How, uh, God, damn, what was I going to say? Um, even how I look at, we talk about the first, um, black president being Bill Clinton and, um, how we talk about, oh, he played the saxophone and got his dick sucked in the whole office. Probably and smoked some weed. Smoked some yeah. weed, didn't inhale. And all of these things were to captivate the black audience. And we, and even if we look back, 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 when Malcolm X, and I always bring this up because liberal Malcolm X always said the liberal was dangerous. And you have a bunch of liberals that go around praising Malcolm X, and Malcolm X wouldn't fuck with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
because Malcolm X always said, if you really are about Malcolm, you would know that Malcolm was Black Lives Matter and Martin was All Lives Matter. <laughs> until, until, until then, until Martin got a little dark. Martin got sick of getting cracked upside the head with the bricks. No, he got a little dark, and that's he when got, they killed him. No, Martin got, started talking that shit for real, and then and that's when they popped. That's him. when they killed him. He, he got a little dark, and then he said, "All right, I'm, I'm, I'm about to get a little bit real, and I'm about to bring the, I'm about to bring up all the poor people." And, Free and, that and, and, hold and, on one motherfucking minute. And no, uh, we start talking that money shit. That's when it got real. Yo, yes. they always when he started talking that poor people shit, it got no, real. No, and no, there's another person that doesn't get the credit for it before when the house finished, but just real quick, uh, Black Bernie Sanders. No, he oh. got taken out by his own party. He just Thanks. didn't kill him, but um, they did kill Fred Ham, uh, Fred Hampton, on what's today known as Jay Z's birthday. But the day that Fred Hampton died was the day that Jay Z was born to this earth. And Fred Hampton, December fourth, a child was born. Yeah, that's the only reason I know. Nineteen sixty-nine, Fred Hampton was killed by the FBI. Uh, because he was selling drugs? No. no. In fact, Fred Hampton never even did a drug or even drunk alcohol. He had an informant, which is why I'm really big on. Uh, the one thing I could change about a lot of these movements is there has to be a vetting process. Nobody vets anybody. Anybody that hashtags anything can be a part of it. And that's what brought the Black Panthers down, ultimately, having anybody who could pretty much wield a gun and put on some black gloves could be a member of it, and they had Fred Hampton killed. Fucking because, sellouts. because Fred Hampton's whole thing was he's, he would end every speech by saying, not just black power, says, I say black power to black people, white power to white people, yellow power to yellow people. His whole thing was... Power to the people meant power to the people. If you were a working class citizen, black or white, you deserved more than what you were getting. The people that were in charge of the oil companies and all of them kind of things, they should not be getting multiple billions of dollars while it's still people homeless. That was his big thing. And once they saw that southern white people, and you can you can Google it, you can go on Netflix, the whole Black Panther documentary on it. But once Fred Hampton was reaching the southern white people and the there were members that were like rednecks. They were saying, we'll follow Fred Hampton wherever he goes because he's fighting for us too. And once he reached them, they had him killed because he was uniting Black Panthers with ex-KKK members and Southerners by saying, listen, and it's a model that I've always said, especially to Democrats, is that once you stop accepting the crumbs off the table and realize you're entitled to the whole fucking table, niggas get kind of nervous. And Fred Hampton represented that. But uh, to the point of Martin Luther King getting dark, Fred Hampton was also on some shit where, like, listen, all lives matter. Black lives first. But if you're white, your white life should matter to your white people. But we all going to get this bag. And once he started saying that, they killed him just like MLK. They killed him. Uh, so they killed a whole bunch of leaders. The, the, the common denominator is the money. Mm-hmm. Once, you get to, once you get to the money, they don't like that, that money talk. And I think when it comes to the whole, like, internet thing and, like, being woke and all this stuff, I feel like... With me personally, I was that when I was three years old until whatever. Well, yeah, y'all got laughed at, and you got to yeah, think yeah. about where so, y'all like, went to school. Now at, that these people, Ivy Leaf, and now that these people are yeah. like you know, quote unquote woke. Which I mean, if you're actually like woke, yeah, woke, good for you. That's good for you, but it's like it's good for us. I've I've been there before, and <clears throat> you know, I used to get teased for. I'm not. Asking for like you know a boohoo story, yeah. but it's like I, I kind of I'm already used to it, so it's like the 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 thing I'll tell people the, the say stuff like, the stuff that they try to throw at people and they're you know 
they just try to throw these facts and these ideologies. I already went through that when I was in people. He put people to say like, "Well, lies, you not you not woke." I'm like, no, I'm not woke. What is your reason? He say, "Emmett Till this and Emmett Till that and the Civil Rights Movement, the Black Panther Party, and Fred Hampton and this and Asada Shakur." See, you you should be angry about that. I said, "You're angry because you just found out about." <laughs> I knew about that. I had, a, I had like two decades to be enraged. Like I, 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 this is all settled into my conscience, and now I'm not going to sit here and say I'm out here saving lies left and right. But I'm able to understand that this is the way it works. So when somebody like Donald Trump wins an election, I say, "Oh, huh, here we are again." Like, yeah. I'll be it. like, "I'll be like, yo, dog, I, I didn't know Egypt was Egypt until I was in sixth grade. I called it by, I was, called, it. yeah, I called it, it by its yeah, original it. name." Like the thing is too, like we said this on plenty of plenty of podcasts, like plenty of episodes. I'm not gonna sit here and sound like a broken record, but the point is you know how I feel about Donald Trump. I don't respect the guy. I I, I don't care for the guy, but I don't also plan on spending his entire presidency <laughs> going crazy because I can't believe he's president. Yo, he won. Speaking of that I thought you were gonna say, you know how I feel about Donald Trump. All I was kind of, I love this guy. I'm standing in this spot. I, I love <laughs> Superman. Man, this, super- yo, that was the most atrocious <laughs> thing he said. Superman is your favorite superhero? Oh, yeah. yeah. That like, that, that's the, out of everything he said, like, Superman is your favorite. Super- that's super- a kind of artistic, per- your artistic expertise. You picked super the blandest Trash. white bread. I'd rather him say the college dropout bear. <laughs> like, but nah, but, but like we said about, like, Trump and all of that, like he's not the fucking boogeyman. Like he's I, not. I don't care. Yeah, he won. Okay, what are we gonna do as people? So, I've been waiting for Trump to just say, "I'm not the fucking boogeyman." He's, I'm not he's the, the black man like, boogeyman. Like, I think amazing. I would stand up and just, applaud for him if he said like, that. He's shit. a he's a horrible. He's a like, shithead. He's a shithead. <laughs> like, he's a shithead. No shithead, dickhead. All right, you got you got about two more dickheads. He's a shithead, dickhead. You got two more. You got two more. You got two more. What'd you say? You got two more before some teeth come out, right? I'm gonna say. For the very last two episodes, it's going to fucking me up. Save the last two for the last two episodes. No, you're my guy. Anyway, no, it's like I get the outrage with Trump and all that type of stuff, and it's like he's the I get it. He's like the he says and does dumb stuff. A lot of times on purpose because he knows he can get away with it because he's, he's Teflon he, Don. Yeah, he's gonna get a and reaction. He knows it's gonna piss off a bit a base, and it's oh, gonna. He's a businessman, right, bro, right. and he's a reality TV star. He has, there's no morality with him. It's a he's businessman. He's a businessman. He knows how to trigger people. He's great at marketing. He's the figurehead for everything that is wrong in America to a certain big section yeah. of the com- country, and he's a figurehead to what everything it could be. To a certain section of the country, which are which is stupid because y'all still gonna be poor, but he don't give a fuck about y'all. I, I, like I really get don't. it, but yeah. to me it's like yeah, I I'm so tired. It's like I I don't I don't. Bro, I tell you this. When I say I don't care, it doesn't mean like I don't I care about like the stupid shit he does and the ramifications that it has. But it's like him himself. It's like the ramifications. For the most part, I don't care as long as he's not like. As long as he's not like pushing the nuclear button and yeah, doing see, like the ramifications <laughs> that I care like about are the ones my, like sending that. my brother to like 
uh, unnecessary war and shit like that. Yeah, outside of that, like people talk about, he's he's enabling these races. Now, granted, what scares me, what scares me about that is, I'll say that Donald Trump is a is a fucking genius. He's an idiotic genius. The reason Donald Trump is a genius is because if this was if this was eight years ago, or I'll even say twelve years ago, or three maybe three presidents ago, Donald Trump could never win the presidency in a pre-Obama era. No, oh, not at no all. No fucking way. The reason Donald Trump no is president way. is because it was off the heels of President Obama. And he sees the opportunity. He's seen like, oh shit, he's going to go wherever the money's going to go. Donald Trump used to be cool with Hillary. He used to be in bed with Hillary and the Democrats and all of that. But now, because that's where the money was. Now, all of a sudden, he's a Republican. And he decided, oh, you know why? Because that was his best shot to win. He knew that if he goes on a Republican, if he ran on a Republican ticket, he can represent everything that's been underground for the past eight years and has been resenting everything relatively close to President Obama. Anything that sounded like Obama. And the the, the crazy thing about it was, he's not a politician, so he's losing no status in the political world. No, No. because nobody respects him in the political realm. His own party don't fuck with him like that. They they don't don't like him. They just got to rock with him because he's there. Here's the thing. So like they don't control the, the Senate and everything. Yeah. Like I said, he's a businessman. And it's your head. He, yeah. And granted, to, he's not the most successful businessman. Not at all. No, not at all. He's, he's kind of actually he's as a failure. Trash. He ain't nobody but Master P. He does, <laughs> he does know a little something, something about what he's doing. And what he basically did to a base of people who felt in a corner disenfranchised not spoken for he galvanized him he knew what he was doing he did what people who went to school for business marketing he did suggestive marketing he showed you this big shiny thing with a small fine print and y'all just looked at the oh shit this shit is this shit is two dollars and I get something free and then it under the fine print it said you know he mastered only certain items. He, he basically said, "Yo, I understand your pain. I'm speaking for y'all. I'm gonna make this shit great again." By the way, I'm only in it for myself to raise my profile and Yo, the people around me to get this bread. <laughs> you know, you know what he hit y'all with? It's like four a, four a.m. on like channel seventeen. Hitch with infomercial. Yeah. And did. it worked. He basically did. But you know what though? It was a perfect. He's he Shazam, Joe. You also got to look at who the fuck he was running against. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he went against the Brooklyn brawler of politics. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's fucking trash. No, she's terrible. And and the fact of the matter is, you had to screw over the person <coughs> that might have had. He would have lost, too. Who I, had I a little bit he of won. He had a fighting fucking chance. Yeah, I'm about to say, I, I, I think he would have. He, 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 he had a fucking chance. I think he might have still lost, but he would have put up a fucking fight. She got strolled over. You know, I think he would have won because... Part of Trump's base fuck with him. Well, on top of that, though, what's odd is we're not even going to get into the nuances of the electoral yeah. vote and all of that, but Hillary did win the popular vote, yeah. which is crazy. But Hillary got more literal votes than Donald Trump. More people went out and voted for Hillary Clinton, but Donald Trump won the electorals. So Donald Trump 
businessman knew where to target. You didn't see him standing in Philadelphia no, trying no, to get he, no he votes. Every small he sector. knew exactly where to go, and he still won Pennsylvania. Yeah. Because Pennsylvania was still, <laughs> besides the two big... still won Besides the, like, the... Philly! Hillary ain't shit, He right? said, Philly, she can have it. Fillery, I'm going to go to Allentown. Right, he went to Allentown. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Right, he didn't come to Philly. He went to Allentown, other cities. And if you don't realize, Pittsburgh is kind of a Republican like, city also, like, so... you know, these people in Pittsburgh and Philly says... That's the entire state. But you guys are the real people. Yeah. Yo, pretty much. That's what the nigga went to Altoona. So listen up. We've been spending Altoona, most bro. of our lives living in the Amish paradise. <laughs> <laughs> Lancaster. Shout out to Coolio. Shout out to Coolio. Yo, His album Coolio. still slaps. That, no, that album is fire. Yeah. Coolio, a weird owl. There's good people on many sides. <laughs> many Coolio sides. Slaps. <laughs> album slaps. Okay. He's His album the, slaps. Yo, Trump is the next Schwarzenegger he as far as... Party. Everybody will do an impersonation of him. <laughs> I'm gonna sound the bass, okay? Dude, it happened slaps. You hear that? That's Coolio. This is three podcasts he mentioned Coolio. That's facts. And then two in a row, too. Two in a row. Yo. We yo, he he yo, 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 yeah, come on. Coolio, yeah, come on, yo. Yo, Coolio. So so this brings me to you 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 text me um before about we Coolio? got here. Not about Coolio. Uh, but we're going to get him on the podcast. We're going to get Coolio cool, on his podcast. Man, he ain't doing nothing, man. I'm about to be fine. Nobody be right now. But, uh, yo, if I, yo, shout out to my guy Shay Shice, too. If I got Shay Shice, you know what I'm saying? These are people that we respect. Here. Yo! I'm, I'm out to hit Shade up, like, today. We should be like, I spend most of our lives living where I want to be. Part of episode West Coast Braids. Now I'm following Coolio, man. I'm about to mention West Coast Braids. Yeah, I'm really about to mention DM Coolio. Yo, DM Coolio and see if he's going to come on the podcast. Also, yo, yo, we'll talk about we'll, it. We can phone him in. Yo, we'll yeah. phone We'll, we'll, we'll have a discussion about it. If we can get Coolio on this podcast, we'll I would love to get Coolio on the podcast. We can go to him. That's a good excuse to go to the West Coast. Yeah, Yo, facts. We'll go travel. Facts. We will travel. We we travel. Hey, we're not going to L.A. <laughs> you want to know for real? <laughs> <laughs> but no, you you uh, text me before we got here about, um, we were talking about, yo, what are we going to talk about? And we just was like, yo, let's just shoot the shit. Um, we'll touch on it really quick. Um, you text me this article. Yo. I read some Did of you it. read some of the article? I read some of it. All I needed was the headline. I'm gonna be just like every person who gets triggered by a headline and doesn't read the article. <laughs> All I seen was that, pretty much in a nutshell, it said that there are college students that are developing PTSD because of the 2016 election results. If these soft niggas don't get the fuck out of here, yo, <laughs> yo, y'all soft, yo. What's up, man? Listen. listen. <laughs> you got one more time. Yo, no, if y'all don't get the entire fuck out of here with y'all soft asses. Yeah. I'm going to tell y'all about... Don't, don't let us start speaking about real PTSD. Mm-hmm. These are the same places. What, what? <laughs> these are the same places that are offering white students safe spaces. Yeah, these are the same places. So that I don't want to hear that bullshit. There's a bar in here somewhere too. These are the same places that be offering these white students safe places. Oh God, I know somebody's oh, gonna go. use that bar. So it says. So it's, so so what it was is I'm, I'm the article was from the Washington Post. A quarter of college students could develop PTSD because of the 2016 elections. A new study suggests. First of all, whoever does these studies and gets paid to do these studies. You never ask me. 
Yeah, I I don't know who you are. So I hate like oh the studies proof. I'm like, well, did anybody get? Did they study you or me? We're just going to assume they didn't lie their asses off. So it says event related clinical distress in college students. It says uh, the article finds that 25 percent of students had clinically significant event related distress, diagnosis of PTSD, commonly associated with veterans, and defined. By the Mayo Clinic as a mental health condition that's triggered by a terrifying event, either experiencing it or witnessing it. The research speaks to the personal toll of partisan battles and it offers insight into the perspective of young Americans coming to the political consciousness in the era of President Trump. <laughs> wow. Wow. First, wow! I I am at a loss for words for this. Bro. I feel like somebody who like you can't like PTSD shame. Like you can't. Man, if you don't shut yeah, the fuck just up, just because I didn't go through your struggle doesn't mean I. Uh, listen, I, I'm gonna tell you. This. I'm gonna tell you this now. I'm gonna tell you this now. Like, fuck. judging from like, I'm pretty sure everybody in this room suffers from PTSD. And I know definitely two people. From well, sure. that's what that's what I'm about to say. That's what I'm about to say. Like, first of all. Fuck this uh, article until you allow not just veterans, not uh, civil service, firemen and police, until you allow young black children from the hood that have to post post on their Instagrams every day or every other week, it's R.I.P. my nigga this and free my nigga this. R.I.P. Mom, Dad, Grandma, R.I.P. My nigga he, Heem, whoever, like all of these. I had to use Why him. I'm sorry. Heem always did. I'm sorry. Heem is always dead. <laughs> so R.I.P. But, but no, but seriously, like until we decide, until I see an article saying that we are going to diagnose these children with PTSD and give them benefits, I don't give a fuck about some entitled college student in college. Who's upset because the politics that they don't understand didn't go their way. Like, you don't even know what the fuck just happened. You can't tell the difference from a white a right winger or a left winger if they gave you your policies. These are the same, these are the same type of people who walk out when the joke is too crass when the, they bring a comedian. Comedian to the university. Exactly. Which happens. Which to is be, why a lot of comedians don't want to do college. I've watched that firsthand at Villanova. I, I was there with you. <laughs> you remember that? Hey, I will say this much. <laughs> Even though that joke was crazy, it was crazy. That was drawing. These Still. students. Here's how. I don't give a fuck. Here's how. <laughs> I wish I could see his neck. Yo, you saw his face and his neck. And his yeah, structure. I wish you would have seen his neck movement. <laughs> it was. My guy said, "I don't give a fuck." I don't give a fuck. Here's how my PTSD testing would, would would go. I would further test. Like, oh, the Trump. The, the, the Trump election is what diagnosed you fucking uh, privileged teens and shit with PTSD. The same shit Marines get for storming the beaches of fucking Normandy. This this is what did it. So you know what I would do? I would, this is what did it. <laughs> I would test it. I would test it. I would send a comedian, a vulgar ass comedian, to just their school on a Friday night. Bill Burr. I was in Bill Burr. I was in Bill fucking Burr to their school. And if they didn't react to that the way I want, you know what happens? A month later, you're getting Ben Shapiro. Oh. I'm sending Bill Burr to do the... To do the... The intro uh, for Ben Shapiro? I'm sending him to do three bits. If... 
if if the Trump election gave y'all PTSD, I'm inclined to believe that every Ben Shapiro protest was y'all attempting to fight for your fucking lives at those <laughs> colleges. Because that dude showed up. I don't agree with that guy on 100% of the things. I don't agree with him on probably 40%. But the shit that he says is relevant to logic. And a lot of the shit he says is shit that the snowflakes don't want to fucking yeah, hear. He's like very over illogical. He's like, you know what? Yeah, one of my fucking sergeants told me a long time ago, and I've actually stolen this quote to the point where I act like I fucking penciled it myself. Okay. He said that common sense is so uncommon it should be considered a superpower. Yeah. And I fully agree with this. Common sense is so uncommon it should be considered a superpower. It's something that people should be. Yeah. I agree with you. And what but, do I... And what do... Shut up, right? <laughs> what do I always say? I always say this. Whether I'm back and better than ever. That you always, always say that. Yeah. I do always say that as well. Whether it's on this podcast, whether it's on social media, people don't understand nuance. It's either it's always extremes, one or the other, and that's the problem with the. I wouldn't say this year, just this day and age, because you got a whole bunch of people, one who are soft. Two who don't know how to have interactions with actual people. Three who don't actually know how to deal with actual emotion. Four who don't understand nuance. <clears throat> Five who just talk in extremes. And six, they suffer from this whole thing that they they see on social media where it's gang mentality and it's groupthink. So basically, anybody born after ninety five was trash. I didn't want to put an age on it. <laughs> I just wanted to just say like it's it's gang mentality, and it's a group thing. But it's not. But it's not even just them. Like it's us. It's the people that we. That's why I didn't put an age on it. Yeah, because it's people that are our age that are doing this. Like the social media has gotten us to the point where we sensationalize everything. And I don't. I don't. I didn't take, put an age on it. I didn't put a gender take, on it. I didn't put a race yeah, on it because and, it's. A, it's pe- Everybody's doing it. Like, like, people take social media way too fucking serious. We take social media, and this is what everything that we do with social media. Way too fucking serious. We take social media and we shape our lives around that versus actually living world. social media being shaped around our lives. Like, we let social media dictate how we carry ourselves. Like, meaning that not only what we, what we believe in, what we believe politically, or socially, um, because once you see all your friends canceling somebody, it's like high school all over again. We cancel them too. And also, not even just that, people people are in relationships and they'll see people like getting married and then they'll just be like, oh, I need to be married too. And that's a whole different or, no, no, but what I'm saying is it's, it's not in the, in the so, aspect so- of social media help. Well, that that's a part of Comparis, comparing your life to others. Social people get infatuated with the lie of social media because yeah. on social media you can build is, you can build whatever yeah, life you want is, on there. Everything and is people don't actually and, Yeah, not know. even just building your life. You build you can build a you not can, your life, you can build a whole other yeah. persona. No, but, but not even just that, but just even if it's true, like even if it's true, it's the highlights of your life. You get yeah. what I'm saying? It's it's a it's, it's a one big sp- sports in the top ten. That's so, all yeah. it is. So so uh, when you look at the what, highlights of your life what did I say in that post? That Facebook post. I don't remember. You have to refresh. Reiterate, my friend. They had a lot of y'all, Facebook y'all, posts. Y'all, y'all talk. Then I find it. 
Yeah, but no, like people get to say something with social media, and it, unless you ruin your thought of your real life, you should focus on real life and not social media life. I look. I said that you shape your life around social media versus your life right, being sure. shaped around, or your or your social media being shaped around the life that you're already living. I be dealing my social you know media I mean? dictate how I live my life. You, you look you at somebody else man. and you're like, damn, they living it up right now. But you don't you don't know the things that happen when they're off their phone. You're just seeing this picture. You don't know what's going on with them. Man, listen, so was, they can be, they can be look like they're living up, <laughs> but they're taking a whole picture from a display at Home Depot. Bro, I was in. Everybody's different country, city, and state this whole summer, and I was broke than a motherfucker. But it looked like you was living your it best was, life. Yo, and look, yeah, and you, and Grant, look, you look lit in them. I ain't gonna lie, cuts. you had me depressed in them. Yo, granted, yeah, don't see the thing about it this, though. Yeah. So, no, I was depressed until I was almost dying in water. You know, that Mexican water? <laughs> oh, yeah. I came back with my revenge real big. I was looking at the pictures of it, but, um, it, and I was, because, you know, the experiences, no money can buy that shit. But when I got back home, I'm like, yo, Money can't pay this note. They about to take all my shit. <laughs> like the thing was, it looks dope. But the thing was, I wasn't going there because I was found a good deal on Groupon. A lot of the, L.A. and Japan were both military things, so I had to go wake up after six in the morning, go to work, and on top of that, you just flew for twenty four fucking hours because including the time to get to the airport, the layover, and then flying, and then the time difference is twenty four hours. Pretty much, you from airport to airport. But that was for work, and then I had a bomb-ass free time. But the thing about it was, I wasn't getting paid for my regular job. So then I'm getting a military check, which is a good-ass check, but they pay you when the fuck they feel like it. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll get paid three months later. Excuse me, I'm busy right now. Exactly. You'll get your check exactly. in the morning. Oh, we, oh, By the way, this Coolio album slaps. So it was like, yo, my, like, this <laughs> thing, like, yo I'm having a time of my fucking life, but every time I got back home, I'm like, Fuck, how the hell am I getting my fucking haircut? Like, I ain't got no money for a haircut. Yeah, Listen, that's when life is real. I said, People post the good shit. They don't post the bad. I said verbatim. Well, it's not verbatim because I'm literally looking at it. Stop, I mean, stop basing your life on other people's highlights. That all. That's all social media is. Highlights of people's ups. It's seriously giving people anxiety, depression, and unrealistic expectations. Don't move on this invisible timetable that you think you're on. Move at your own productive pace. People are struggling. They're just not highlighting it. Social media is not the real world. Honestly, that's a long-ass Facebook post. But it's that's not the longest I've seen, and that's facts. It's facts, but honestly, you, why you... Why do you care about other people's lives? Live your life. I don't. I never got that concept. It's, 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 it's very easier. I was say it's, it's, it's easier. easier said it, I'm just talking about me. I, 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 I know sometimes, I, I definitely do it. I look at certain people like, oh God. I, me personally, me personally, I don't give a and, fuck. And especially, it's not me. especially in the field that I'm in. I'm like, That's what I'm yo, saying. Like I, in this field, like, it's hard, I bro. No, I'm better than this motherfucker. Yeah, and it's, it's hard like, in this field, bro. And I'm just like, mm. it's, it's hard in this field because not only. In real life, do people compare their shit? Like, we have a lot of people that compare, like, their lives. Like, oh, my God, they're so far ahead. I'd rather be in a great relationship than a terrible marriage. I'd rather have an excellent girlfriend than a shitty wife that I have to live with for the rest of my life. I'd rather be alone and happy than miserable with somebody. But sometimes it's all about... That yeah, it, it's all about that. That it releases that dopamine in you, and, and it I, just it releases like, that when you me, see those pictures and those likes, and you start getting a hundred likes for your pictures, and it's like that really 
does something to people mentally and like think I, about me it. Person, I don't get it. I'm like, why do y'all care so much? Just but, live your life. But enjoy literally, it. but but you're literally the minority. Like yeah, you're, and I you're know like the the sole minority because a lot of people and then point blank, all of us, all of us will drive out of the house or leave the house and realize that we left our cell phone in the house. Yeah, I'm going and back. And we will go back. Dick it. I mean, we will dick it. I don't care where work. we are. I've been late to work to turn around and get my Bruh, phone. Bruh, I've been on the highway. And legitimately, and feel I, bad about it. Like, I'm getting my phone. I'm not, bro, not listen, I right. damn near missed a flight because I missed, I, I left my phone. If you leave your phone at home, you're like, oh no, I have to go back. Like, bro, I have to back go. I'm like, yo, I, I know I'm about to do some bomb ass shit that bro, I got documented. But remember, this used to be a thing where we just had, like when we were younger, even if we left our phone it wasn't that big of a deal when, when, I was when we young, had cell phones when i was young only thing i cared about my phone was yo calling hots and telling them i was at 69th street that's all i cared about that was it then After your phone that, could die my phone could die i didn't care you didn't care long as you had a way to contact the people that you were with and before then we just trusted people would show up yo remember <laughs> that too yo remember that you would just trust yeah, somebody would show up. yo I'm gonna be here 20 minutes alright bet and you're just like it's been 18 minutes it's cool it's cool or it's been 20 minutes alright you may be a little late or you just pull up like yo so yo. so people that are our age back then they got a camera phone a document the only pictures we have of our child are the ones that somebody had a Polaroid in their pocket to take do you know how much flex we can do with the Florida trips every year? The Sprint never was invited to. We That's could crazy. do such. <laughs> That's know, crazy because he was invited. No, I was never invited. He never. He invited was him. invited the year we we lost the time shit. Yeah. <laughs> after after the fun shit was going. But I'm like, yo, we 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 did so much shit, but it's relegated. I'm kind of glad. To I'm, I know, I'm I'm very glad because the shit so that we wore, the shit that we did. I just wish I would have was able to catch. I wish, well, even though that was around, no, that was around the Thomas phones where I just wish I would have caught you and Kev rumbling. Oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, I wonder oh, if they catch uh, that me and Kev being, trying to be petty and being and being salty. I wanted to catch that move. That was one of the things. Oh. That was super soft. Man, yeah. Yeah, because y'all was, y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all scared. Y'all was scared to get on them rides. I'm still the people's champa. Yo, uh, that, yo, me and Haas. I still, I'm still. Got to that one ride. It was a roller coaster. And Kevin Reeve for being pussy. Like, yeah, 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 I'm like, listen, I hate. I'm a pussy when it comes to roller. So they wouldn't get on. So me and Haas, they were fucking just me and you. It was always me and Haas. Just go off on our own and have a mandate, even at a fucking amusement park. Oh, that's cool. You know who I was with while you were down in Florida? Nah. You know how I was with, why you're on the floor? I know who. Oh, just continue. So, so, <laughs> so we get on the ride, and we're in line, and we're like, these joints in front of us are bad as shit. Haas go, yo, one joint nice as fuck. I say, yo. Haas goes, that'd be crazy if somehow, and they was with two dudes, and they said, Haas like, that'd be crazy if somehow we just like got on the ride with them. And at the a minute later, the guy goes, well, we can't get on. Okay. Hey, you guys, what if I was our ladies? <laughs> what? Like, yo, like they like Reef and Kev saw us getting off the ride with these two badass chicks because the two I don't know what the fuck happened. It's like an episode of Blacked dot com. And, and the thing Blacked. about it, and the about it my, shit. my dumb ass will go, yo, Kev, it's cool cause yo, them two badass Jones right there, we just gonna let Hodson and Elijah get on a ride we going y'all we must be <laughs> they swore they was we about to waited bag them for drones. 10 minutes after this ride these niggas walked off with the chicks and we just had to 
The sick face. <laughs> and like, granted, and granted, like nothing really came of it. Nothing really came of it. It was just funny. It was the funniest story. It was literally so sorry that me and Karen just started <laughs> nah, laughing. No, what I'm saying is nothing ever came of that. But it's just funny because I still communicate I was, with the girl. I was just about to say, like, you're, you're so... <laughs> that I, because we ended up exchanging numbers, and then somehow we found each other on Facebook. And, like, everything's cool. Like, she lives in, like, New Orleans. But, like, we just, like, communicate. Like, we don't even really talk, but we just Facebook friends now. And it's just funny because sometimes we cross each other's path. And I just think about that every time. And she recently hit me up and said, hey... I just am so inspired by your post because she does music. She's like, I'm so inspired by your post sometimes. And I just want to know, just let you know, I'm grateful that I met you that one random day on the ride in, in Orlando. Yo, we should just like... That's crazy. Plan a trip and get back on that ride again. All that's crazy because I do... <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> We're spoken for. We can't... We are spoken for, bro. We're be like, yo, like, listen, just for old time's sake. Because I do music as well. And I'm also in, quite inspiring, but you know. I'm fuck yeah, you. but you also are afraid to get on roller coasters, so that's <laughs> pretty much terrible. Unless it's the Hulk. That's pretty much yeah, but that wasn't and the, the Hulk, so yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, it was the. Yo, the Hulk was crazy. Your arm was the swing and drag. the fucking roller coaster. Oh yeah. No, remember when I spazzed? What? We're getting off topic. We're about to get yeah, off topic. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting serious. Remember when I spazzed? Y'all, y'all was like, "Yo, we're just get on, the, just get on the Hulk, just get on the Hulk." Just I, on I, the Hulk. I don't know any of the story. Like, yo, you was like, "Yo, just get on the Hulk." I was like, all right, bet. I'm going to get on the hall. I'm going to get on the hall. I ain't no bitch, no. I'm going to get on the hall. I ain't no bitch. So I'm going to I'm waiting in line. Did he, like, ease you up by putting you on Spider-Man with, like, a little kid, right? Yeah, I was like, I, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm, like, getting in line. We getting closer. We getting closer to the joint. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I started feeling the butterflies. And if you, if you can't, since you can't see him, he started shaking. Yeah, I started getting the butterflies. And the PTSD kicked in. I, I lashed in. I see my feet dangling. And I see it's like, all right, cool. The feet dangling. Cool. Like, I start getting them butterflies. Cool. And then I just hear Hulk smash. And it goes five, four. And it takes off. <laughs> and I'm like, the whole, and the ride was like six minutes long. The whole ride, I'm screaming. I'm shitting myself. You're so close. <laughs> I got You're screaming and shitting yourself. <laughs> I got on the, I got, I got on khaki shorts that come down to my ankles. <laughs> I get off. I get off. Y'all like, so, it wasn't that bad. I'm like, it lied to me. It didn't, <laughs> it didn't count down to one. I'm never going on a roller coaster again. I never went on a roller coaster again. No, we got a break there, y'all. Yeah. 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 Y'all getting a roller coaster, y'all. Yeah. I got the hiccups. Holla if you hear me. No. But yeah, like I, like, you know, to tie that back in, to tie that back in, that, that roller coaster gave me PTSD. <laughs> Hell of a tie-in, bro. Hey, man. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, okay, uh, before we, before we uh, bounce. I got a question. <laughs> All right. Question Yeah, time. I think I do too, but um, what else, what else did we miss? Oh, it was a slow week. Yeah, it was kind of slow, man. I felt um, like you had talking points. I did. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, we having a better conversation. I mean, just yeah, to, we had a much just, better conversation. Just the one thing we had to touch on, um, pretty much every Democrat that ever lived got a pipe bomb sent to their fucking house. Yeah, what Yo, was up with that? Crazy. That is wild. Yeah, Since we yeah, forgot about yeah. that little thing. Oh, yeah, by the way, <laughs> by the way, someone sent bombs to the Obamas and the Clintons, but we forgot about it. First of all, so first of all, if y'all don't know my girlfriend, her name is Steph. 
Allegedly. I, I call her she who shall not be named. Because she's like the female version of Voldemort. But anywho. What? What, what a wonderful compliment. This nigga this your girl has girlfriend. a Steph story every episode. She's trying to act like he don't care. She's an evil, Always. abusive he, human being. He says, that, he says all that he loves her. But anywho, so we went to this bar crawl last night with witches hats. It was dope as fuck in South Philly. Oh, just to show up. Um I was ass last night. It's probably like, I'm coming now. I'm going to bed. So I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so alright, right, He's gonna stop and something my cat. Yeah. That's, that's the type of friend that Elijah is. He'll hit you up and go. Yo, buy my son's candy. Who <laughs> 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 go, go? Yo, what you doing? And I'll say, I'm working or I'm doing something. And then he won't respond to yeah, that. You're, you're no, which makes me feel like a shitty friend. Because no he's to me. so disappointed in me. I'm like, damn, yo. Yo, I literally text after you said I'm working. I just ended the council stuff like, yo, what the fuck is Reef's schedule? Like, he's never free to do a goddamn thing. He's a fucking slave. Anywho, so we go there. Yeah, he's terrible. And he's never been to our, our spot either. I've never been to your house. That's crazy. So we go there. Now, fuck this. The conversation about you being trash is better. I know. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, well, now nah, I gotta work late tonight. You can come through tomorrow, though, and just wouldn't say shit at me. <laughs> I'm like, yo, so do I plan for you tomorrow? Yo, remember the time? Oh, oh, let me go, let that, me go. That we had the podcast, but it was at Hassan's crib, and, you, and I showed up here. You came to yeah. And I was, I was, oh, yeah, I was texting Hassan, like, so where y'all at? At the podcast. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> and where y'all at? We had the show. We had, we, me and we having a date night set. Yeah, I'm on my way, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker really showed up at the wrong studio. And all this and shit. no one was talking all of this shit. shit. Talking about, oh, y'all are late again. Yeah. I'm like, we're all here. <laughs> I, I, I pulled up and saw all the lights off and no cars. I walked up smug as shit and gave the fucking smuggest eye. I said, Talking to yourself? Where y'all at? At the podcast. Ant, where y'all at? He was sorry. And y'all at? Because I remember he called me. He was like, he was like, he's like, where y'all at? I'm like, at the podcast. Like, well, I'm at it. It was like, well, I'm here. I'm like, where are you? He's like. I'm at Ants. I'm like, it's at my house. All right, I'm all the way. I was salty. I was like, so fast, yo. was salty as shit. I was salty and a motherfucker. And, like, the funny thing is, like, after he hung up the phone, it was like, he probably walked up cocky and shit. I know. I walked up so much shit. and shit. That was funny. But, no, yeah, that was, that was, oh, man. But you are trash. I am trash. He's a shithead. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why you're trash. So, like, nine times out of ten, when when Elijah wants to do something, <laughs> sporadic, he'll like I'll be like, "Yo, what's your schedule look like this week?" <laughs> he'll be like, "I don't know. I'm not free this day. I'm not free that day. I'm not free this day. I'm not free that day." Yeah, but you're just gonna have to get with me and let me know. Let me know when you figure it out. <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, cool. I'll let you know when I figure it out." I'm like, "Yo, are you free on Tuesday?" Yeah, I got Malcolm, and I didn't get much to do after that, but I'm just going to pretend I'm busy, and I'm just going to pretty much just pretend I'm busy. So I said, like, okay, cool. I'm, busy. I'm like, all right, whatever. That's fine. 
Then, I don't know, a week will go by, two weeks will go by, you know, we talking past and don't really talk. You know, I'm getting off of, I'm, I'm getting ready to go into work. You know, I'm just getting off of like a crazy 24-hour shift or something. You know, he'll call me at like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Like, yo, what you doing? Um, trying to wash all of this soot and fire out of my hair and my face. And I'm just like tired and about to go to sleep after like a 36-hour shift of crazy shit in the city. And he'll just go. Okay, because I gotta record this album like right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, you was good for that shit. <laughs> He's like, if I don't record it right now, my whole family dies. <laughs> His ultimatums be crazy. It was like, he's like, this is my only opportunity to do the dreams that I've ever dreamed. These are the biggest dreams that I've ever had in my life. If I don't record right now, I will never, never accomplish my dreams. So I really need to record this is so it right now. Yo, hey, man. you used to hit me up and be like, how long do you think it'll take to record my entire album? Like, like in one day? Like, what are you saying? Like, like, I, need, I, I figured if we block... I figured if we block, if we block out... If we block out... All right, so you need... The average person needs about 7.5 to 8, eight hours of sleep. All I wanted it's was like, a 12-hour block. Is that a, no. All no, I wanted was a man. No, first, first of all, first of all, he had like 12 hours. It's easy to block out. It is easy to no, block out. Because you, you hit me with that, that block shit. You was like, yo, I just need a block of this time. And that was after I moved in here. I was like, yo, you yo, want a 12-hour block in a house oh. with a baby? Yeah. Like, you're not even back in the whole studio This nigga no is block boy ED. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I don't even... Yo, it don't even have to be... On the, the block captain. But this don't even have to be this the fact that you have a child. This doesn't have to be a fact that you have a child. This is a fact that, yo, bruh, I just might shot the dark. I just might have something to do today. It's a grown ass man saying, I need 12 <laughs> hours of your 24. Yo, 12 hours of the whole day. I need a mandatory half. My thing is when he flips Including the ink for your sleep. When he flips the script. It makes you feel so bad. Yo, and that's what I'm saying. The yo, psychology yo, of it is crazy. Remember, remember when we was all in the chat and he he just responds, this is cool and all, but... Uh, my son was waking my up. My son was waking, waking up. up. Oh, and we're, yeah. like, we're like, yo, my bad. Okay. <laughs> and we created a whole nother group chat without Elijah. But, but, no, this is the kicker. He, yo. We created a whole nother group chat without Elijah and then one with him. He don't respond to shit. Yo, that might be right. the biggest Hollywood tell whole getting moved. I made y'all create a whole separate group. But I can't... But even... And then, and then what kills me is this. And then he wants to go into this crazy ass sob story like it's gonna move me and shit. He comes in this motherfucker. We talked about this on the pod. It was on the podcast. He come. He come. Man, fuck you. Ain't move shit. So he comes in here to talk about some. We said, oh yeah, well Elijah didn't want to talk to one of the group. They said, I have women that depend on me. They do. All right, y'all have a good night. Thank you for we ain't got nothing to promote. We ain't got nothing to promote. All right, well, look, this has been another <laughs> of a glorious bastards podcast. I'm not like, go, I'm not <laughs> yeah, he's about to go. He's about to go. I know. I know each and every woman in your family personally. I don't know why I would none of that. No, I have nothing to do with what just happened. Exactly. Nothing. You know why? It's all on him. But fuck him. Let him insult his own famous character. He doesn't mean enough. Let him burn. Let him be on that island by himself. Man, I'm half a snow.
<laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah. This has been another edition of the, the thoughts Lord's of Elijah Podcast. Davis did not reflect the other bastards. Uh, repeat the thoughts of Elijah Davis did not reflect the other bastards. If it makes y'all feel better, they're all black. No, oh, that's no, worse. Uh, and, and that's how we. Jesus Christ! There's no white call, women in my circle. You can't call black women bitches. You can't call women in general bitches. Oh, Ma'am Dicky did it. It was the nice something crazy. <laughs> I, I grew well, I'm not going to compare you to the notorious B.I.G. I think you got a couple no, more no, things no, no, to do. You might say I was better. And he murdered him. And on top of that, he was on top of his game at 24 years old. Yo, that you're, still you're, fucks uh, me up, yo. You're, you're, you're like six years old. He was on top the, of his game and died. Ball, brother. And I'm like, here, just like, yeah, so Democrats are like, pfft. Yeah, with the bark wall. I'm with the bark wall. I had a hat. I don't know what you said. I don't know what you said. Have you ever heard what you said, Biggie Smalls? And Biggie's like, yo, and, like, a bar, and a bark crawl at our age is three bars. That's yo, it. Yeah. We're not doing all 27 of them jokes. No, no. no. We've, been, we've been getting three bars. And we're we're taking two shots. Yo, you know what's and bad. And then we stay. You know what's yeah. bad. Have you ever had a witch's head, Biggie Smalls? <laughs> 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 and then we find them fucking witchy smalls. <laughs> you know what's bad? When you get a car and, then, and, then, and they say if you get five stamps on this, you might win ten thousand dollars. Your girl says five stamps. We might not make it because <laughs> you can't make it to five fucking bars. <laughs> and you ever had a time witch- limit is all night. Have you oh, ever right. had a witch's head biggie? Watch the video gonna be like, yo, I feel inspired. I'm <laughs> dropping, I'm witches dropping this unreleased this. biggie, which is in Flatbush track. <laughs> is that the one with the witches brown or is the witches hat? On oh, some real shit, did he, did I punch him? Then and shit. What's, what's oh, going on, bro? Whoa, whoa, did he, did he do smack niggas? Yeah, let's no, let's, let's niggas keep soon. it clear. Right. Oh, did he go? Spicy sprag. Diddy and Hove are two niggas with no goon control. Oh, I never disrespect Hove, but Diddy's a different story. Yeah, Hove get niggas stabbed. I, I, so that's a whole nother type of... First of all, he stabbed on the How you stabbed on the and shit? Yo, he flat out said it. I stabbed. He's like, you stabbed on over some records. No, nigga, you stabbed. Don't speak that kind of person. You, Sean Carter, stabbed on over some fucking records. Sean Carter spoke about himself in a third person and said, you stabbed on over some records. Nah, 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 B. You going to jail for that, bro. Don't try to act like you ain't. It's just the art. It's just the art. No, but he really stabbed in the nightclub over some records. You stabbed on over some records. That's like me be like, I get on song like, yo, you traded your girl over some pussy. No, really? <laughs> no you really? cheated on your girl. <laughs> what are you talking about? All right, let's get to the questions. Can we get I, got, I got two questions. One is a minor question. All right, go ahead. Is so, it a minor? No. Yeah, actually, yeah, it kind of is. So, All right, I want this wait, question. Yo, no. No, you want oh, it. Jesus. So, no, if you you're, so if you're like a kid. Which you were. Which I was at some point. <laughs> I know you were for facts and verified. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's say you're like 12. I was. And somebody is 22 when you call them Mr. Mark. Okay. Which I think that wasn't Mr. Mark. I had a coach. Once you become 31 and that person is now still 20 years older than you, oh. do you still call them Mr. or do you drop it? I go a lot I of call them Mr. Just drop I, it. I, 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 I call them Mr. until they be like, yo, you, you're grown. Mr. Okay. You're grown. Same for everybody. Yeah, else. same instead of respect. Yeah. Okay, that was the that was just. Yeah. I, I said, that's just, that's just, Is that from you seeing your teacher the other night in the bar? No, but I did see my teacher. Was it, was it Mr. Starworth? 
It was! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot he's seen him before, Big Dog. No. Quick, 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 quick story. So, me, Elijah. Me, Elijah, and Evan. I think it was Evan, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was either Evan or Norman. I think it was Evan. We were at we were at McDonald's, and his teacher was like working there. He was the manager. He was the manager. This dude Elijah go. It's my teacher, Mr. Stallworth. Hey, Mr. Stallworth. <laughs> Yo, he did another. <laughs> way. Wait, no, 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 no. That wasn't the end of the get the transaction because he didn't respond at all. I was like, Yo, it's it's Mr. Stallworth. Mr. Stallworth. Hey, Mr. Stallworth. I said, hey, Mr. Starworth! And then he waved and ran the fuck into the parking lot. I said, hey, Mr. Starworth! <laughs> Yo, Reef almost okay, fell into the street and got ran into the exit. I said, yo, Mr. Starworth, hey, Mr. Starworth! And that's and I think we were going somewhere lit after that, because I remember taking the train with like me, you, and Bubby. We went to like somewhere. We went to like Atlantic City or somewhere. Probably they did with the AC or something. And Mr. King. And you kept you kept talking about like, yo, I can't believe that was Mr. Starwood. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yo, I'm just thinking like, yo, yo he was, yo, why Mr. did you blow up this man's spot like that? <laughs> yo, I did it again. I was like, God damn it, he did it again. I went to the entire high show and he walked past and I go. Is that Mr. Starward? <laughs> and the bar wasn't loud. So he said loud as he shit. He stood there and he stared at me because he didn't, because, you know, I wasn't 11 anymore. So he didn't know who the fuck I was. So he's like, what? Oh, yeah, hey. You know, like, hey, man. I said, hey, man. How do you follow it up? What do you say to him after that? Said, hey, man. <laughs> I told him I needed because he does photography too. I need headshots. <laughs> no, he got that happened. I was standing right next to him. Sprat was standing behind me and Ty was standing in front of me. Yeah. And neither one of these niggas knew what the fuck was get going on. Getting was so professional. Getting professional. But no, he's like, I need headshots. He said eight by He said I need headshots. I need eight by tens. He said I got some of the other pictures, but I need like some of the more professional pictures. And the Hollywood tell over like, do you do packages? How many outfits do I get? I need outfits to be switched upon. You're like, bro, no, it's one fifty. How much for the outfits? He said, no, he said all this, and I'm trying so not to laugh at him. Yeah, so yeah, it's the same. Reef knew who the fuck it was. But why is the intro every time you see him? Hey, Mr. Stallworth. <laughs> he says his name twice. That's the part that always goes. Hey, Mr. Stallworth. Hey, Mr. Stallworth. <laughs> oh, and they said it again. I would get him locked up. <laughs> it was so crazy. So what's your second question? Man? So my second question. And I I think I have an answer. It's, it's between two for me. And of course, we live in that era. Should I pass out real quick? Because it's Mr. Starworth. I see Sprat with his hand over his head and not moving. Yeah, it's a Mr. Starworth food these motherfuckers, though. So. Whoa, what? Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rap Olympics is happening. Okay. So, we have a gold medal, a silver medal, and a bronze medal. Okay. And the sport is the art of storytelling. Ooh. So you have to give off your Andre wolf. 3000 because he's literally in a song called The Other Stories. <laughs> he's not a part of the category. For the same reason. So there are three people in this category. Okay. For the gold, silver, and bronze. Mm -hmm. And you have to tell me who's getting what medal and why they're getting that medal over the other person. Okay. <clears throat> you have... Huh? Which feature in it? Fuck no. Okay. 
You have Slick Rick. Okay. You have Nas. Mm -hmm. And you have the Notorious B.I.G. Ooh, stories? Stories. And no Scarface? He is on there. You want to add him? Because he is on that picture, but I just figured Can we see that the picture, please? It's the, so the whole thing, I narrowed down to those three. Can I see the picture? Well, so. Yeah, so the whole thing is actually, um, actually, no, it wasn't Scarface. First Somebody all, added Scar. I already know. It was Ghostface. I Ghostface? No, he gets the dope search. No, he too. gets no. And it was Cool G Rap. But somebody said, yo, Scarface should be. I can't, I can't really comment on Cool G Rap because I'm not really. Right, so Super Rover. I'll limit it to those three. I right. figured that y'all listen to them extensively. So my personal pick would be for gold medal or bronze. Bronze is going to out of Nas, Rick, and Biggie. Those are three. Those are the three. I'm gonna go Slick Rick three. Okay. I mean for the bronze. Okay. Just because he's the least that I am. Um, well versed about storytelling ability. Okay. I mean, obviously everybody <clears throat> knows, you know, everybody knows the thief. Uh, I mean, uh, kid, yeah, child story. story, yeah, child story. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Nas Silver. <clears throat> okay, because he does tell. Uh, he's very good storyteller. Um. Out of all the rappers in my, very, I've ever very, heard, Nas a, and Biggie are my top He's a very good storyteller. Uh, Biggie is gold for me out of those three because I, it's, there's been, I mean, with Nas too, but more so Biggie, there's okay. been times where I'll listen to Biggie tracks and I can literally visualize what he's talking okay. about. Okay. I can literally visualize. Listen. From the hood. Chester. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Pow, pow, pow. 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 <laughs> Shots ain't never stopping. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am not. Um, from the hood. On the record, I've never sold drugs a day in my life. I literally can visualize Ten Commandments. <laughs> Biggie made you feel like you did that shit. Exactly. I visualize. I visualize. Sky's the limit. I visualize. Pretty much most of his tracks. I can visualize. Look, my sick, demented mind. I can visualize dead rooms. Sorry, guys. Go ahead. So, I'm going to go with the gold medal to Biggie because a lot of his tracks, I can visualize. Even though I've never been in those scenarios, he paints it in such a... You don't have to do nothing but listen. I don't got to do nothing but listen and close my eyes. Oh, it's on me? But... Because <clears throat> I was torn between... I've always been torn but, between Nas and Big. For listen. If you just wanted to go buy a single track... Rewind. I am going... Scarface oh. and Ghetto Boys, my mind is playing tricks on me. That's Damn, in my, I might hit. I might have to put that's that. That's in my top story. That's a story My so, favorite, sto no, my second favorite story telling song. So yeah, my I'm going Biggie, Nas, and then. So okay, so just to make it even more, what's your? Do you think you could give a top five favorite stories, hip hop stories? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna need some. And it, okay, because I, I understand like that's like, that might change. Because like fresh off my mind, it's like damn. Because I'm gonna be in no order. 
Because I'm going to say that people don't really say... Wait, is this for anybody? Any rapper? Yeah. Because I'm going to say straight up... I can't... can't, I'm going to say straight up that people always pay homage, but I say some of the newer shit... Tabernacle by Voice to Five Nine is in my top. Uh, we, we that's one of the best stories we had a discussion. We've had this discussion before in another that's podcast, of, and I like, said that Tabernacle was, one, was in mine. Tabernacle one, was in one the of the best rap stories I've ever what? heard. To the Tabernacle. Tabernacle to the point where it's like Such if I didn't know the type of man that Voice to Five Nine is, I would have thought that was a lie. That's crazy. It's true. And it's I true. Would, it's true. It's a true story. Honestly, off the top of my head, and just this is just like. Being a prisoner of the moment, and this, I might have to put Mona Lisa up there. Okay. Lil Wayne and Kendrick. Okay. Spe- the Lil Wayne part. Descriptive as fuck. That, like I, like listen, I don't obviously don't have, I'm not, I don't have enough assets to where somebody would want to set me up, yeah. but like I can, the way he painted that, I can, I can literally see that, playing out in in a video or a movie. Uh, yeah, I, I would have to think about. Okay. I would have to think about this top five because it's like so many people that so told so many. Listen, I can put fucking hip hop save my life, kick push. I can put Renee is always high on my list. I can. Brenda's got a baby. Like those aren't my like. Sorry, not to cut you off, but you talked about hip hop save my life and kick push, exclusively Lupe Fiasco speaking. I just wanted to add in there that it's ironically. Those aren't my, those are, my favorite Lupe Those aren't my stories. favorite. My, I think my number one Lupe... I feel like you're about to say what I'm about to say. My, wait, my, wait. my number one Lupe story has to be He Say, She Say. I was going to say that that's my number yeah. one. He Say, She Say that's is the best crazy. Lupe yes. story because yes. of the way that he executed that song. Yes. You have to really... Like, when I first heard it at the age that I heard it at, I was like, hold up, let me run that back because hey, I don't understand why, why he just did the same verse. A, you know why it was such a good story to me? And I, don't want, I don't feel like... like no, no, no offense. But I came from a two-parent household. And my best friend <laughs> came from a single-parent household. And when I heard shit like that, I'm like, yo, my nigga Elijah. <laughs> I feel like this is some shit that he felt in his core. And I felt that shit like, yo. Like, I feel, like I come from a two-parent household and I feel this shit. So I imagine what somebody who comes from a single parent household and with their mother and and them as the child the son feels feels like like I know they definitely feel this on on a certain type of wavelength yeah yo I think my um we're gonna get back to the whole question but for Lupe one of my favorite songs, but I'm not saying this is the best song, but a song that I love. I knew you. I know what you about to say. Go ahead. It's Little Weapon. Hello, I knew it. Yeah, you yeah. knew it was Kill coming. the man today. Yo, you knew it was fucking coming. Ran away. Because that was my shit, yeah. Just, just that was my see, second favorite. Just to see a nigga put, have one verse per story, get that in depth, that relevant, and especially the one for the white boy, what's his name, Little Timmy? Mm-hmm. For that to be even more relevant today than it was when he wrote this shit. Yo. And the one about the Muslim, too. And Those stories are more relevant today than when Lupe fucking wrote them. Or is what, and Lupe is so under... I'm not saying underrated. Those are my favorite He's underappreciated. No, in terms of story, <laughs> you talk about story... Like, the question was, and you gave us a can benchmark. I, can I interject real quick? Just, just one more Lupe story. Streets on Fire? No. Okay. One, I, and y'all might not feel this. Y'all might feel this because we are all basically fundamentally the same. We're kind of like super nerds. Mm-hmm. And 
to a certain extent. A story that I felt that was crazy that resonated with me was Gold Watch. No. I love Gold Watch. We all are that nerdy. <laughs> we, know, we, don't need, we don't need you to be. Okay, yeah, we don't need that. We are that nerdy, manga-loving, anime, Street Fighter-playing dudes yeah. who, for the majority of our lives, before we really got out there, had, had ghetto chicks that we went after with our girlfriends. And for some reason, that story like resonated with me. I agree with that. I had like, a girlfriend that... I- that used to date a drug dealer and cusses with no shame and all the other stuff he talked about. And yeah. Lupe was very relevant. Now, so yeah. That's what I was saying. You know my favorite Lupe story is the cool. Yeah, well, but... I already but, know how you feel. But just like, that's my favorite Lupe song, period. But because this is what I was about to say because I'm encompassing this because I we're about to go on a tangent. Yeah, and yeah, I was, that's what I Now, I was about to say, like, because this is... You said you, you gave us, what, three artists for bronze, silver, yeah. and gold. What's crazy is... Lupe Fiasco is one of the most underappreciated, underrated yeah. storytellers I of all under, time. I because he's underappreciated in general. Because, yeah, yeah and, he's definitely and, in and general, but light on, like, in terms of the greatest... storytellers that are underrated, I'm Lucas. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We're about to go down a rabbit hole yeah, with yeah, this yeah, because, yeah. We have because we're going for a whole that. other hour about this, and that's what I'm saying. I just wanted to encompass it because... In the interest of time, like nigga, Lupe. First of all, first of all, first fuck everything because I don't care about it, nigga. You are an excellent storyteller. You nah, are an excellent storyteller. I told a nah. story in like ten years, but yeah, I am. Lost girl. <laughs> Lost girl. <laughs> Damn. Lost girl. Damn. 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 Yo, I said, boom, Damn. It came on like sixteen years old. Yo, yo, get her the fuck out of here, bro. I said, yo. You made that girl's life worse. <laughs> he said he sat on the bench <laughs> and aired out all of her fucking dirty walls. Sixteen years old, you, are, you pregnant as shit. You are an excellent storyteller. And maybe I'm biased because not because I know you, but the exper- the stuff that you rap about, I'm firsthand privy to this information, whether I'm there or you you literally tell me about it after right. it happens. But if I wasn't there, if I take myself out of the situation, you paint it in such a picture where I'm like, oh, yo, I can see, yo, like I can see those niggas like driving in a fucking snowstorm and banging out, and you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's because you was there. Yeah, y'all <laughs> <can't> <laughs> <move out. laughs> no, 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 no. I appreciate I'm that. That's, that's dope. Of, that's dope. I, I appreciate wrote that. Another story of Ehas and Ant. Give me twelve hours at the Twelve hours. I can record my new story called <laughs> Trap Stars. Bruh, you was already in an album called Twelve Hours Later, and that's because you probably blocked that time. I yeah, just he, didn't he think he about that. He blocked, he blocked that time out with the sushi and alcohol. Sushi and alcohol. Here we go. You guys are paying for it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, seriously though, like I, I don't know. Like that's why I appreciate stories because like. Like they make you feel like you'll never forget a story. Like yeah, we like you can remember like the hits. You'll remember the all the way turned up and good fucking night by Roscoe Dash, which is my shit by the way. But that's like, two episodes should be mentioned. Fat shout out to Roscoe Dash. Be him too. See me get on the podcast. But like wow. we we've mentioned these guys because like they come to our mind real quick. But when we have a conversation, 
about the songs that made us feel about stories. We don't, yeah. Lupe Fiasco is up there with the Slick Ricks and all of that. And I will say to a fault almost now because his new album, I just totally, I was like, nah, I can't do this. Really? I, I, I got a lot of Because it was, you gotta sit down with it. Like, you can't do anything oh, and listen okay. to yeah, this. You, 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 yeah, you gotta chill. Oh, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I could legally, if I could smoke, I would have to smoke and listen to that and just listen to it and not do anything but literally sit there put my phone on do not disturb and really listen to this album because lupe's new album was so jam-packed with content I was like, bruh, it was like, to no. understand this, I really have to so pay attention. Out, I can't have my phone dinging. It was basically like the story of like the middle passage. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, like, I got to like track three yeah. or four and I was like, all right, cuz, I got I to gotta cut you off for a minute. Because it was just, and as a matter of fact, it came out, with album. another album came out that day. Yeah. And whatever album that came out that day, unfortunately, I felt it like. It was easier to digest. Yeah, I felt like a dumbed down nigga. I was just like. I can't do this right now, Luke. Sorry. I was in the gym and I was like, all right, this is yeah, just doing ooh, nothing for my workout. Never in the gym, Never in the gym. Wow, to think about you in the gym working out to Lupe Fiasco's new album, too. Like, not even like my favorite ever. So I was like, all right, new Lupe, I can zone out in the gym or just play it. And I'm playing, I was like, all right, this is destroying my workout. It's too fucking deep. You know what other story was really dope that Lupe dropped, which was like, great when you think about it is the progression and also the progression of the song is Dumb It Down. Dumb It oh, Down, Dumb it down yeah, was such yeah. a great song and the way that the way that he progressed the song was just like something to me. And I don't I'm a, I'm a but we gonna get off this Lupe right in a minute. This is my yeah. last Lupe tidbit. One of the best Lupe songs to me and I felt this on like a molecular level was when he did and he gets the girl. Hmm. That was my mm-hmm. shit because I was that nigga in high school where I was like a super nerd, super introvert, and I, you know, shorties would like throw me like a little play. And I'm like, oh, she's like, she's super bad. Like, why is she giving me yeah. play? And then like I talked to her and then <clears throat> and she's like, yo, I'm a, you know, I like this music. I like this, you know, type of song. I'm like, yo. Oh, let's yeah. go. And then I hear that, I'm like, yes. And he gets the girl. Lupe and has my favorite story track of all time, which is Hip Hop Save My Life, which Ooh. is one of my favorite songs of all time. That might be Hip Hop Save My Lupe Life. Story, just because it's my uh, Eminem Stan, Eminem Bad Guy, um, Bad Roy, Guy Royce Tabernacle, and, and Nas Blazer 50. Mm. So that's your, oh. those are your five. I think those are my five. Oh, we five we're doing five. So what, what about your medals? Who you giving who? I don't know. I didn't. That's why I just went with the five the stories. Five. I mean, if I gotta put those in order, I'll do Biggie Nas, uh, Biggie Gold Nas Silver and, uh, and Slick Rick Brown. Yeah, because Nas because Nas can tell a hell of a story, and he's one of my favorite storytellers ever. But Biggie will tell a story, and it'll be entertaining, and it'll knock. Like he'll have every element in his story in the song. I wonder why. Biggie Gold, Biggie Gold, Slick Rick Silver, Nas, Nas Bronze, because Nas, his, like, his charisma, I think Slick Rick just got the edge on charisma, mm-hmm. and I would, I'm more interested in hearing Slick Rick's voice. I almost gave over, Slick Rick gold. Over Nas, but Nas can yeah. clearly out-rap Slick Rick, yeah. right. but in terms of who I'm interested in listening to a story from, Slick Rick has that. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's My. just children's story is just one of them things that I can't 
I can't put anything over that in terms of what Nas has done. And Nas is amazing in terms of telling a story. For me personally, they're all they're Slick all, Rick, they're yeah. all I feel like yeah, oh, I feel Big like just untouchable with that. In, in yeah. comparison to I those feel, three, for I me, I feel like if I was from New York, I probably might have given Nas the gold because I feel like. Biggie was more universal. And Nas was more... And Nas... As universal as he is, he told stories that resonated a lot with people who came from the New York slums. I mean, the song Live from the Projects did it all. (laughs) Like, mine's would be Gold Biggie, Silver, Nas, because that one song, when he was like literally a gun, I was like, oh, that's just crazy. I gave you power. And you know... Yeah, and then separate for bronze even though I would swap someone out for Scarface okay you know what a song that's like not a story really a story typical storytelling song that like to me resonates cause I'm really what we doing wrong <laughs> Dog, that shit. Every time I hear that shit, I'm like, we why do? he stop working? Them? Why he stop working? Why he stop working? Why he stop working? Why he stop working? I too am from, I too am from Philadelphia, and I fuck niggas up and laugh about no. it. <laughs> what we do? I did grind from the bottom Yo, just to make it to the bottom. So at the before I get mine, too, I just gotta say. Them niggas from State Prop gave Philly niggas so much fucking hope. Listen. And fucking pride. Listen. Them, let me tell you how real these niggas is. If you, these niggas did a free concert in Vernon Park. Park, yo, we, <laughs> yo, we, we was just there chilling. And then we just saw Freeway and the Young Guns walk up with an entourage. We just like, what the fuck is going on, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas just got on the stage and performed Flipside. What we do is wrong. Can't stop. And we like, did we just walk into a free fucking concert across from the Philadelphia haircut? They came from the barbershop getting the haircut. I don't know what the fuck free was getting cut, but they came from the barbershop the and they came straight there. Yeah, his beard getting cut. And did a free fucking concert. And it was a good-ass concert. And Mary was like, yo, these niggas just... If you wasn't around, and I feel like you never want to be that old head nigga, but at the same time, if you experience certain shit, you get the right to kind of say what's changing and what's not. I feel like there's certain things that come around once in a blue moon and that level of Philly pride around that 99 to 03 maybe era when Beanie Siegel was the scariest motherfucker in rap, State Prop was one of the illest, fa- along with Dipset, always gotta love Dipset from Harlem, but when State Prop was the other fucking group, mega group that was like just killing shit, and Allen Iverson was the baddest motherfucker in sports. And the Eagles was always just on the cusp of a Super Bowl. That Philly pride was what led us to being one of the most notorious fucking cities. And we always said, and me and Haas always said about how niggas always sabotage Philly. They always can't wait to see a chink in the armor in Philly. And we always say, like, why do niggas just hate on Philly so much? And I said, yo, for a city that's got minimum championships and little success, we're always the motherfucker that beats up the fucking bully before we go down. Like, if you go against Philly, you know you've been in the fight. Allen Iverson, State Prop, and the Eagles around that time were the face of that shit. I always say Philly is the city with the little brother complex, and we are the city, we're a city that gets treated like an entire state. They, they the nigga that you know if you fight, you might beat them, 
but you're going to take so many L's and look bad. You're uh, going to come out so fucking ruffled. We're the city that you know if you get get into a fight, it's, it's going to be a war. It's going to be a fucking war. It's going to be a war. And around that time, with state prop, AI and the Sixers, and the Eagles, it was just like, yo, Philly. And we was kind of body and bad, battle culture. Ba- yo, yeah. yo, battle oh, we, culture. We own, we own street DVD culture. Nigga, yo, we rant. Yo, Joey Jahad, Reed Dallas, Meek Mills. Quilly Mills, Vodka, Cheek Raw. Philly was known as a city. Nobody ever came here. They were scared as fuck to cross them bridges and come here to do anything. If any time Philly went to war, we always went to New York or some other state or city, and we always had it out there. Because niggas were horrified to come here. We had that state. And, we and not to mention, it's not a thing to promote or be proud of. We had the highest fucking homicide rate in the goddamn country, which was horrible, but... Yeah, it was what it was. Yeah, niggas. It wasn't no Facebook beefs. Shit, till this day, I literally heard somebody say the other day, oh, you from Philly? Oh, y- y'all shoot niggas. Y'all fight niggas first, but then you shoot them afterwards. Yo, me and Reef went to um, Orange Lake. I think it's before the time we bought house. Wait, before you do that, did you give your, your three? No, you didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to keep you on point here. So, yeah, you're about so, to go down another rabbit hole. So, yeah, the rabbit hole. <laughs> Pick up my son an hour ago. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we, we were supposed to be starting this, John. I just want to make sure he yeah, on point. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, she, she, she got him. So, um, All, right. All right, go, go and, ahead. Anywho, so, yeah, but the, the, to go back to the... the, the um, storyteller. Storyteller. <laughs> the battle rap, the storytelling. So, if we're giving out medals... I'm giving bronze to Slick Rick only because, and if anybody's from that era, they can probably, you know, give suggestions for me to listen to. But just, I, like, just like a British nigga to get a bronze. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's British, so he's like, he got a medal anyway. But I'm giving bronze to Slick Rick because he is, you know, known as the father of storytelling, which is never going to change. Even but, though, but you're the worst out of all three of these niggas. But, but, but to be <laughs> honest, to be honest, if I gave anybody the that two New York niggas is gonna watch you. The fucking message by Grandmaster Flash in first story. five is the grandfather of storytelling. It's the first story. Yeah, yeah. But Slick Rick gets that that homage because he just did it in a way that first of all it was deep. It was ill and you could dance to it too. That's a hard thing to do to make a danceable deep song and it's a story. Facts. Um, it's a hard, and, and and I had somebody in my job. One of my, she's a supervisor now. My homegirl Taj, she says Slick Rick is a favorite storyteller. He said like, yo, he told stories, and they might not have been as lyrical as the niggas after him. But how many motherfucking stories can you dance to and have a good time at a party to? I mean, it's I, a small thing, but it's a big thing. I said, you know I mean, what? I can really write the ten, ten Crack Commandments. You, you can do anything in Ten Crack Commandments, but. Yo, I'm always when she explained it that way, I said, you know what? Slick Rick gets all the homage because you could dance to that fucking story. And it was a fucked up story. And it was a deep story. Um, Silver for me is Nas because I feel like out of storytelling, he was the most creative with how he did his stories. Like he did a whole story fucking backwards. The whole thing was goddamn backwards. Carving nice. Um, his creativity as far as storytelling, I think it was unmatched. There was nothing. There was nothing basic or, um, you know, rehashed by the storytelling. Big out of them three is getting my gold because Big made you, like Reef said. I can't really say much that Reef hasn't said about that shit. Big made you feel like you did that shit or you was there. It was so fucking descriptive. He did it effortlessly, and the fact that. I don't think Big gets enough appreciation from it. I always 
have been a big fan of Pac because I feel like Pac was on a uh, a personal level. I feel like, yo, I feel like Pac just said that shit to me just now. That was how, Big never, I think, gets enough credit for that, where Big will say some shit and it's like, yo, that nigga was a fucking wordsmith with making you relate to him. You could be a white dude that was born and raised in Beverly Hills, became a lawyer or a doctor, and you'd hear, you'd hear Big rap about a chick that got shot in Harlem and him selling drugs. You'd be like, I wasn't there, but I fucking remember that shit. Big was so good, he made it seem easy. Big, and, and that was the biggest. The reason Big has always stayed in my top ten list, or top five list maybe, of greatest rappers of all time, I've always said it's been niggas that have been way more lyrical than Big. It's people at this point like Jay that have been more impactful than Big. And you only had one album while you were alive, and one as you died that came out. And then two after you were already dead. So really, you have like the minimum as far as criteria. But he said, like, dude, the way that Big rapped and the, the amount of shit that he put out, even if it wasn't on an album, his features and all of that, that nigga made it. He he, he wasn't as lyrical as an Eminem or even a Lupe, probably. Honestly, if you put him on a, if he would did a track with him while he's alive, he's shown he can like adjust the style. He, he, he was very, but that goes into the point. He wasn't as lyrical. He wasn't as deep. He wasn't as emotional. And he might not have been as relatable to some people as a Tupac. But Big took all of those things that, that, that catapulted them into legend. And he made it... He did the one thing they did not do. He made it seem fucking effortless. As if every rap he spit was with some shit where it's like... I wasn't even going to record this, but Puff made me do it. It, it sounded hot, I guess. Like, Big was just so nonchalant. And it made it seem like yo nigga... Half the bars that most of us as rappers write, and we hope that God get listened to, Big wrote he as if right. it was filler. Then nigga didn't write. Or he freestyled it on some joking shit, and it became legendary. Oh, yeah, this shit hot. And his storytelling was nothing different from any of that. Um, I, I got a story to tell. My favorite song about Biggie ever is Warning. And those songs were just done to perfection, and it seemed like Big did it. Without putting any fucking effort well, into it. Give stories. me the loop, yo. Okay. Give me the loop. Ten track. You can name so many tracks Big did with storytelling that are still relevant to this day. First, I got a story to tell is fucking true. That's the crazy part. Yeah. Missing You? Missing You is actually with 112? Yeah, with uh, 112 oh, on the hook and him yeah. rapping. Not, not, not I'm Missing You. No, no, no. I'm miss, Missing You is Diddy. The, the regular yeah. Missing You. Missing You with Biggie, that's one of my... It's one of my trigger songs, actually. Like, that song is actually a song. You know how... It's a fucking tearjerker. Yeah, actually, damn, that's another question, but like, I, won't Big, get, I won't get into that. Like, Big's one of the hardest into. niggas ever, and he could give you a tearjerker without being sentimental. Yeah. Just the shit that he was saying that's was a, so real and so true. That's a it's trigger like, song yo, for me. You ain't, even gotta be a, you ain't even gotta be a sentimental dude, but I know what you're saying. Like, I think one of the illest things that I've heard was... um. Uh, God damn, why is his name escaping me? He had my favorite fucking album of this year. Reason? No. Still my hero out. My man. Nipsey. Nipsey Hussle. He said like, yo, I don't have to do nothing. I know what I'm saying is going to resonate because people live that shit. And Biggie was on the same token. He's like, yo, I ain't got to be extra emotional. I spill my guts out of my heart. I got to write shit that happens every day. And I know it's going to resonate because it's real shit. It's real life. And Missing You was not him being... 
trying to be over emotional. He wasn't sobbing or saying some emotional shit over a track. He wrote shit that happens every day. He spit it, and it was a fucking tearjerker. So yeah, Big gets the gold medal all day for me for that shit. Five stories? Ooh, I And it's, sub it's subject to change, but I'll probably say it's probably no order. Tabernacle, Brenda's Got a Baby, Renee, Mom Playing Tricks on Me. Uh, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say Stan. Okay. I think and I'm going to say Stan. I'll never get my five, but I'll get my five. Go ahead. Um, no particular order. I got a story to tell. I want to say it was a good day. Mom no, played. Because that nigga did not get a triple double in the game. <laughs> no, they found no. the date. Yeah, they yeah. did. That's you, you ever see it? You ever see the date? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. found that the shit is cool. Date. I love that shit because no, the deductive no, I... reasoning is pretty awesome. But yeah, he didn't fuck around and get a triple double. Yeah, he he, he got purposely got a triple double. He worked and got a triple double. Yeah, yeah don't only you fucked around. around. He's got like yeah, double digit rebounds. He was sweating for that one. That nigga Jerry Crow was fucking hard than a motherfucker. But go ahead. Oh, where was that? Oh, it was a good day. Uh, Jay-Z's You Must Love Me. You must love Yo, what about um, this? Three Sides of the Story by Joe Button. I and, thought about that, but I, oh, I figured people wouldn't know about, about it. Like, oh, that's oh, my yeah. shit. Yeah, Joe got some shit. And probably, story-wise. What was that one Jay song? Family, um, Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents. Yo, that's my number five. Okay. Say, <laughs> meet the Parents. We could, so, we could all honestly do our, our top five out. Different genres of stories. Yeah, but we'll, we'll be here for not another hour. Not like for yeah. another yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 we'll, we'll, we'll be here another hour with this. We've already like, pushed this entire. Yeah, we'll. we'll, we'll I feel like, yeah, that's, this is something that we got to get into another time because it's like, that's something that we can actually break a podcast down about. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, my top five. I'm not giving this no, I just five my name right now. Yeah, I just I'm, named no, five. Yeah, I didn't, like, no, the only one that no meant something to me was Yeah, a, no particular order. I'm just you know. like like Reef said earlier, like a prisoner in a moment. Like just um because this would definitely change. Uh definitely uh Missing You is up there because Missing You is a is a trigger song for me. Uh, when I hear it. I usually cry when I hear Missing You. Missing You by Biggie with one twelve. Um uh, Tabernacle. Tabernacle is definitely one of my favorite favorite songs, uh, story songs. Um I'll go uh Brenda's Got a Baby. I always love that. It's one of my favorite story songs. Those are our songs um, made so far. Children's story is uh, one of my favorite songs. And Kim. Eminem, yeah, and, and the reason and the reason Kim is really because of the fact that just the two of us exist, and just the two of us came out beforehand. So that's my explanation for Kim. But that, like, I feel like this is something that we should do next podcast. Like, yeah, that's how five break, break this down because we have to genres. really we got to break genres. this down because if we go if we go genre, let's do that. Next week, y'all. I think I think we should put my man Brandon on. He's he's big with top five. Okay, okay, so next week, next week we'll do that. Let's let's next week we'll have Brandon on, 
and we'll do we'll do top five. They ain't doing shit. They only got two we'll, kids and a wife. Fuck that. Uh, so, what did you take a nigga's time, yo? So, <laughs> so we'll do we'll do top fives next week in the interest of time because we're gonna go down a fucking rabbit hole and start gonna, diverting I'm and gonna everything. Because yeah. yeah, yo, yeah. Eminem alone. We're, we're gonna start yeah, dragging I'm, this podcast I'm, I'm, out. I'm thinking of songs by M alone and like you said, because Kim and the two. That goes for the same with a standing bad guy. Yeah, so, I, so I, that's I, what I'm saying. Like, I, let's, I, let's I, hold this. Let's hold that. Yeah, Go ahead. You, you do your thing. But let's hold this because I want to. No I want to get into this. No particular order. Children's story. He says he said by Lupe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, it was a good day. Ice Cube. I'm gonna go stand by M, and I'm gonna go international players anthem. Yo, that's the song you play every Sunday morning. Yes, Yo, that that song takes you to church. Yes, sir. That's Thanks. a song that is still highly regarded too. I'm glad. And honestly, the, the best version of the song is Pimp C to me. Nigga, yeah, get we'll, me we'll we'll get on it because we're gonna go. This will literally be three hours yeah. if we keep going. Yeah. We didn't even touch no. on like DMX. Yeah, we no, 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 so because we'll, we'll wrap this up. Like, this will be this will be next week. Like we'll we'll get into this next week because we'll do what, top five stories. Yeah, we'll we'll get into movies. it next week. We'll we'll do we'll other stuff next week. Movies. Franchises because because this will be Contrast. literally another Contrast. at least an hour and some change, and this is too much. Right yeah. Uh, gold, silver medals, okay. franchises, Great. Terminator, Jurassic Park. So so. Romeo, you got top five real quick. No. Purina. <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog. Who let the dogs out? Who let the dogs out? Bahamas. Do you little Bow Wow? Little Bow Wow, what's my name? He's <laughs> already so, stories. He's a dog song. Alright, so yeah. This is cool. Thanks for joining us. That was a it's been, uh, crazy <laughs> Wait, does anybody have anything to promote? Yeah. Uh, as, as you know, uh, the Patreon, right? Yes, Brett? the Patreon. If you want more content to help us out, please donate to our Patreon. Patreon.com backslash Glorious Best Podcast. Again, Patreon.com backslash Glorious Best Podcast. The more the more donations we get, the doper content we can give y'all. YouTube yeah. coming soon. Yeah, we got some extra clips coming this week, actually. Got some stuff. By the time y'all hear this, actually, it'll be some clips out. Um, yeah, so GBTV. We'll be on YouTube, which is pretty cool. Um, you can check out a lot of the clips that we have from our podcast, and then that'll pretty much separate the podcast, like kind of splitting it up if you want to hear us discuss a particular topic and not listen to the entire podcast. You can pick your um, clips out, and you should follow us on all social medias. Yeah, y'all know the deal. Social medias, Reef, Elijah, Reef, what you got? I'm just going to, I mean, this week I'm just going to be a bunch of functions that, you know, I helped with, you know, uh, a lot of Halloween stuff. So by the time you hear this, it'll already be over. Well, no, no, by the time you hear this, Halloween will be... No, no, it's this is Halloween. It's, it's, it's Halloween, Halloween. Oh, well, by that time, yeah. it'll act, it'll, on actual Halloween, there will actually be a, a, a This party. is Halloween. And somebody mentioned Tupac. Yeah, I was going to so, do yeah. like a top five horror yeah. movie, but we'll do that, we'll do yeah, that later. So it'll be ne- Halloween. We'll see it for next yeah, week. Top five. five episode. I'll be, yeah, uh, we'll you episode. know, talking about a couple of parties now I'm involved with. I'll, you can check my social media at Reject Reef on Instagram about it. Uh... One of them is um, 
a powerhouse party that that's hosted by somebody named. I mean, by by the time this, I mean, we dropped that that party was already lit. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> shout out to the guy who whose name rhymes with cheap thrills. Well, you got a Halloween party? I got a couple on Halloween Day. Yes. What time? Because I'm off the next day, and me and Steph are trying to find. It. We'll talk. I, I, we'll I'll we'll discuss that yeah, later. Yeah. That's Other not a podcast. Other than that, uh, yeah, check out my SoundCloud. Um, I'm at. Four point five thousand on my uh, mix. I'm trying to get to a nice rounded five thousand, which is no nah, fuck that. Get the ten. It's gonna be crazy. I'm just saying it's a fifty minute like mix. It's not like it's a song. We can still get the ten. Aim higher, King. But yeah, just you know, check out my SoundCloud at DJ Reject Grief. Um, yeah, um, original music coming soon. Maybe a remix or two, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. go up. Yeah, Pete. Um, yeah, and that's oh, that's we're gonna make music shirts out now. Oh yeah, yeah. it's limited edition. Yeah, shirts are out. Shirts are out. <laughs> uh, get your B grade wristbands, all that good stuff, man. Just go to ehasmusic.bigcartel.com. Um, that has all of your ehas needs and all of that good stuff. Uh, Elijah, you got anything? Um, Longwood Gardens commercial. If That's you lit. guys know what Longwood Gardens is, which I didn't until I went there. Uh, keep an eye out. I never see these commercials that I'm in until somebody hits me up on Instagram and say, "Yo, I saw you on TV." I'm like, "Oh shit!" What was about your your, <laughs> your uh, get out too? That was Longwood Gardens commercial. That was the get out I know. too. <laughs> that was, that was, it, it looked like get out yeah, too. It definitely did. It was me and a black chick amongst uh, non-black. So in a nice get out-ish setting. And Glass is coming out in January. Talk to your shit. So with the amount of fucking screen time that even M. Night Shyamalan claimed that I had, like, yo, we can't use you anymore. I'm like, okay, well, I should be on the fucking screen. So I should be in that movie. So if you t- if you watch that film, you should see me. If not, I'm fucking somebody up. Let me think that Oh, save him himself. <laughs> End the podcast. Bang. Save him from himself. <laughs> save him from himself. All right, so yeah, that was another week. Another episode of the Glorious Bastards Podcast. We will be back next week with more content. Um, thank you very much for joining us again. And, uh... Yeah, we'll be back next week. And depending on how the current events go, we will discuss a lot of other things. All right. Much love. We'll see y'all next week. God bless. Peace. Peace. Peace.